It's the Talking Games Podcast. Welcome back. This is episode 72 of the Talking Games Podcast. I'm your host, The Major. It is Sunday, the 24th of July, 2022. Hope you've all had a great week. Uh, if you're any part of Europe or Australia right now, uh, please stay safe. Wildfires are ongoing. Uh, we did have a fire close to me, actually, where I used to live in Dartford. Uh, that was on fire. The Half the uh, half the street was on fire, apparently. Um, there is video online if you want to check that out, but it's very times you live in, man. Do you just want to watch the world burn? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> well, no. People have died this past week. No, no. It's like so bad. Like, how... How did his fire start in the first place? Is it like, usually well, incompetence or... No, it's because it we haven't had man? rain in like two months. And two months I've had rain? Like, and yeah. I'm in England, I've had rain. Well, you're There's... north of the country, mate, there's always raining. <laughs> it could be 30 degrees over there. To be honest, there, everyone still... south should move up north regardless, it's cheaper up here. But then again, if everyone south moved up here, it'd get expensive, will not it? Yeah, well, it's really, really hot right now. Uh, like because we haven't had rain since May, there's reason for wildfires. But it's global warming, man. It's, 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 it's scary stuff. It's very scary stuff. Uh, but I hope you're all doing okay. Uh, if you are listening to this, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, don't forget to check out the website, gamesinquirer.com. Uh, you can find us on all the socials, forward slash gamesinquiry. may have some more news, personal news. Uh, finally, because <laughs> we've been waiting a while for this, uh, in <laughs> in the next couple of weeks, uh, hopefully. Fingers crossed, if we can get the deal over the line, then yes. Uh, but thank you very much to Callum for joining me this week. How are you doing? Uh, brain cells not working. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Well, that's because you're a Geordie. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, shout out to Chloe. She's off this week. Uh, she's gone down south for the day. Don't shout too loud. She might hear you. Yeah, uh, well, but she's got all that hair. I don't know if she can. Uh, well, the thing is, she's more, she's louder than us, isn't she? Oh, she is. She's very loud. Yes. But I think I think that's a good thing because we need more female input into games. Okay, now. that's that's sexist. What we it's when you, not. You just followed up from loud, right, right, right. Loud, yeah, she, no, she's, she's loud. A louder person. Yes, but then you just followed up with. So that's why we need more female. I don't know. Major. Well, we well she's loud, and I'm glad she's here because we do need more female input in games. Is what I was trying to say. Because otherwise, there's just too many men's opinions. The thing is, women's opinions as well. The thing is, we don't discriminate. If you are non-binary, if you're trans, if you're female, if you're male, oh, come on down. Anything, just come on down. Yeah, we'd like, like to. We'd, hear like, we'd like to hear what you'd like to say about the industry and stuff like that. Exactly. Exactly. My thoughts are precisely. Anyway, uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, first up this week, though, uh, big bit of news. San Diego Comic-Con is ongoing right now. Uh, there's been some huge announcements, uh, including She-Hulk. Uh, we've got oh, so much. There's so much, but we are going to get to it. Uh, San Diego Comic-Con, obviously, from California. Uh, there's more and more announcements coming every single minute. So whilst this is ongoing, if we do have another one, then uh, we'll add that in. Uh, but Lego has announced three new Avatar sets uh, that are coming to this to their uh, Lego series uh, from Avatar. Uh, this is including Jake and the Terry's first Banshee flight set, uh, the Floating Mountains, RDR Samson set. I'm looking forward to this. I'm not. I haven't played Lego in a long time, but it's Avatar. These sets actually look pretty cool, to be honest. Uh, there's characters from Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Paramount Pictures announced the uh, upcoming Dungeons and Dragons film. Uh, probably because of Stranger Things, huge success. Uh, but <laughs> this is huge. Uh, do you know who's been playing? Who's going to be playing a rogue? Uh, 
You tell me. Hugh Grant. <laughs> actually, everyone likes Hugh Grant, though. He's actually a good Yeah, actor. but Hugh Grant as a rogue is just the most perfect casting you could have ever... Like, you would not think, when they were doing a Dungeons & Dragons film, that they'd put Hugh Grant in it. Like, he, he, he's basically played uh, Prime Ministers. He's uh, He was supposed to be lined up for Doctor Who at one point, wasn't he? He was, he was indeed. He was supposed to be a Doctor Who, but after David Tennant, but that fell through. No, I'm pretty sure this was before David Tennant, before they even revised the series, they were going to try and hire Hugh Grant. And then, well, no, uh, they, they, had the, they had the first guy. What was his name? Um, Christopher Eccleston. But before that, they were looking at Hugh Grant to reboot the series. Was but it then... before... oh, okay. Because I thought Christopher Eccleston was always, like, number one. Then they brought in David Tennant because he had, like, huge premise, um, huge premise, uh, oh. like, a huge following whilst he was doing theatre and stuff. And he was really, really, like... He was in the press. Clacker. But uh, I'm pretty sure he played. Yes, yes, yes. So he played in the uh, charity spin off of Doctor Who as yeah. he played the Doctor in that. Yeah. In, and he, and he, that was, was in 90. at the time. He was uh, in the West End at the time. Um, he had, like, his play was doing exceptionally well. Which is why I think they, they well, I'm pretty sure they yes, hired him. 1999, the, the curse of uh, fatal death. But from what I believe is, um, I think, it was, didn't he do an animated um, Doctor Who series as well? He did, yes, he was a voice. Yeah. yeah, they were supposed to put him as the actual Doctor in the live adaption originally, but then they didn't. And yeah. um, they, well, they just... I know Hugh Grant was meant to be one of the first three Doctors. And then that deal fell through, and then they bought in Matt Smith. Because my friend, actually, I used to work with, was going to audition for the show after David Tennant. Uh, but then Matt Smith got the part. Well, David Tennant's coming Tennant. back. I don't know how that's going to work, but he's coming back. Hopefully. I, I no, don't no, know no, he is. It's been confirmed. He's, he's coming since. back. He's coming back. It's been confirmed. Yeah. He's, he's, we've seen him on set. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to work that in, because then... I've never, there's never been a doctor that's been revisited before. Well, yeah, there has technically. Well, not not from like Tom Baker. Had... Oh yeah, he did come back. Yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, Tom was, Baker. Um, and he, in a way, he, he led too many hints to be the doctor because he's like he can revisit old faces. He knew exactly who the doctor was, didn't he? Well, he was in the Mor- uh, Morbius film, and that movie absolutely tanked. So uh, that, that was Matt to... Smith. That was in Morbius. Yes, Matt Smith, yeah. But no, no, no. The highlight of Morbius was Matt Smith, though. Everyone's yeah, saying that. But that movie was absolutely tarnished. It was trash. Like, nobody watched it, even when they tried to bring it back because everyone thought that it was going to be huge. Matt Smith is friends with Noel movies. Gallagher, believe it or not. What was it? Was he? Yeah, he is. He's friends with Noel Gallagher. He, he starred in one of the oh, music yeah. videos, and the only way that they did that was because they were friends. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowbung Collection has a release date, uh, August 30th. That's for PS4, PS5, and Xbox, Switch, and PC. Uh, that's 13 classic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games. I'm looking forward to that. I've been playing Shredder's Revenge constantly. Uh, so I'm like, I'm happy to see the next, that they're bringing out more TMP. Ugh, I can't speak today. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games, or even revisiting them. That's very, very cool. Uh, D&D Honor Among Thieves. Uh, there was a clip revealed at the battle with a classic 1980s cartoon party. There's a ton of Easter eggs in that. We're not going to go into it, but it looks incredible. Uh, the trailer was set alongside new details at Comic-Con 2022. Uh, gave fans a f- proper first look at the film, showed off what Rene, or Rene Jean Page described as wicked sense of humour. I'm really looking forward to seeing this film. 
they can't come soon enough next year. Uh, new Transformers figures that we're delving into Optimus Prime's origins. That's from Hasbro. Uh, we also saw Disney's National Treasure TV show got a first look trailer. Uh, that was announced also during the first hour. Uh, Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur got first clip. Uh, that's for Disney Plus. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, there's also a new Gothic Knights gameplay trailer for Batgirl. There is an article on that on the website. We also got confirmation regarding Gotham Knights that the Joker will not be in the series. I don't know who the villain's going to be then if they're not doing the Joker. I think the Joker would have been the perfect character to play as the antagonist in that game. Hmm. I don't, when is Gotham Knights coming now? Is it uh, end of this year? Probably. I'm not sure. Everything's been moved to 2024, though. Yeah, it's, it's either next year or the year after things are yeah. getting moved to, and it's really irritating, to be honest, because we're getting so excited. Like, uh, Avatar... The game, we'll get into that in a minute, but that's been delayed as well, which is a pain. Because I was really looking forward to that. The game has been like in development with Ubisoft now for years. And they've delayed it again, which sucks. Uh, William Shatner is going to appear in Masters of the Universe Revolution. Uh, he's joining the upcoming, upcoming He-Man project on Netflix. That's insane. William Shatner. That guy's like 90 years old. Well, exactly. wow. if, if he's playing Skeletor, that would be the most perfect casting if he plays Skeletor. Could you imagine that? Master of the Universe and he's Skeletor. Skeletor. <laughs> the, the memes, I'm just waiting for the memes to, oh, to stuff. Yeah. But he is 90 years old, I think that's pretty much... You, you need an older guy to play Skeletor, that's just wicked. Uh, we've also got the trailer for He-Man, the Master of the Universe Season 3, which is going to be arriving on Netflix the 18th of August. Uh, the severance creator had to stop reading Reddit theories after the show, apparently. Uh, the internet can be a lot sometimes. He said, talking about the myriad of speculation fan theory, explained that sometimes they have ideas that are better off than what I thought of. I'm not sure what that's about, but anyway. Uh, Amazon's The Wheel of Time renewed for the third season. Uh, Wheel of Time is uh, it's about kind of like fairy tales, and it's all combined yeah. with the universe. It's, it's a weird show. Uh, the dance break, big severance dance break, uh, was surprised for the cast apparently uh, because it's the first time they've all been together since COVID. Uh, new Beavis and Butthead clips are showing the reactions to BTS on TikTok. Uh, there was something about they had to include BTS in this for some reason. Uh, King of the Hill creators says an animated sitcom has a very good chance of coming back. Uh, there was a fan theory included uh, with this announcement on Twitter uh, with Seth Rogen playing the uh, the guy with the glasses. I do not want to see Seth Rogen in anything ever, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, T- Power Rangers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sequel is coming in December. Uh, that's from Very Boom nice. Studios, which looks incredible. Dan Mora uh, and Ryan Parrott uh, are working on that. Uh, there's also SpongeBob SquarePants Universe is getting a crossover event. Uh, Nickelodeon has announced the Tidal Zone, which is going to be a crossover show. Uh, that sees SpongeBob, Camp Coral and the Patrick Star show collide. Weird. Uh, National Treasure Edge of History is getting official behind the scenes featurette. Uh, there's also DC as Sony had no plans to make any more Sp- Snyderverse films. However, that was announced during the uh, Snyderverse the is the best verse for DC, yeah, to be honest. It is. It is. And I'm, I'm gutted they don't bring anything back from Zack Snyder. I know there's, there's calls that he was, or rumors that he was like um, uh, tipping the scales in his favor on social media because apparently he hired bots. We all flipping bots all the time, but apparently he hired bots to to ramp up the expectations and and get more people to see it by retweeting constantly. So more people were seeing like the tweet and like the poll. The same we want to bring you know Zack Snyder's Snyder Cup back, which I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, if it is, he did something illegal because that's not 
technically allowed. Basically, he conned the studio into making or releasing this cut, is what people were claiming. Well, Snyderverse is the best verse. <laughs> like yeah, I exactly, which I think worked out well for them because a lot more people saw that than the original. Yeah, like a lot more people saw the Justice League as a result. Yeah. Uh, William Shatner uh, is going off on Gene Rodenberry, will be turning in his grave for going off on Star Trek. This whole weird thing. Uh, he said, F Star Wars. <laughs> William Shatner does not give an F. Uh, Multiverse revealed new characters, including LeBron James and Rick Sanchez. That is down in the website as well. Go read that. Uh, the Lord of the Rings Rings of Power released a new trailer, uh, reveals the creation of Balrog. Uh, I am looking forward to seeing this next Lord of the Rings film. I have seen every single one and I will keep going until they stop doing them. Uh, original Gremlin star Zach Galahan will be returning for Secrets of the Mogwai. Yes, you heard that. They're making a new Gremlins film. Uh, it's going to be an animated series, kind of. Uh, it's more set into a slightly limited series. Uh, but uh, Zach Galahan, well, Zach Galahan, Galahan. Uh, will be confirmed as one of the recurring guests. Uh, Matthew Lilliard says the ultimate instinct Shaggy meme is canon now. Uh, for <laughs> what, what Shaggy memes canon? Uh, the ultra instinct Shaggy. Oh yeah, that's been meme. canon for for, for a yeah. while now. Yeah, they've ne- the the creator is now confirmed, or the actor is now confirmed, Matt Lilliard, uh, that the that meme is actually now canon in the show's history, uh, which is very cool. That was announced during a panel. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power's female dwarves will have beards. That's creepy as shit. <laughs> They've all, so basically now what they're saying is that even the women have beards. They all look like men. That's weird. I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest. Uh, I Am Groot trailer revealed the first look at the Guardians of the Galaxy spin-off in the animated Groot series. Oh, yes. Uh, that's from Marvel. Uh, Marvel's What If Season 2 has been announced for next quarter one of next year. So, wait, wait. So, What If is another season is going to happen then? No, it is going to happen. It's going to be announced within. It's going to come between January and April of next year uh, alongside a Season 3 confirmation. So, they've been commissioned now for two more seasons, which is awesome. How? Because it didn't do well at all. I don't know. I don't know. How come the series that actually do well don't get continued, apart from Loki? And then... Any other series, it's like, no, no, no. And then if it's a bad, something that didn't get received, well, I was like, okay, we're going to make a sequel to it. Yeah, I think they want to try again. They're going to try again to get audience participation. They need a live action, what if, if they're going to really succeed, because they've limited their audience with the animated one. Yeah, not not everybody who likes Marvel is going to want to watch cartoons or even anime. Like, how, was, how successful was Baymax? Or, uh, he Very, but that, that's, a, that's Pixar, though, isn't it? Baymax. Yeah, but it's still Marvel movie. Yeah, but at the same time, you're looking at pe- things like Marvel and you have, like, superheroes. People don't want to see anime. But, but, they want but, to see but, yeah, but the difference is, at least Baymax and Big Hero number 6, I've not actually seen it, but at least I've seen what the animation looks like. At least the animation there is good. Yeah, I've, I've watched both those films, and they, it's not just the animation. The actual story is exceptionally well told. That's a very, very good family film. If you exactly, but then what if it just seems like a shoehorn cheap animation yeah. quick buck for people to get a disney plus subscription so i don't see the point of doing a season two right now until the, unless they're actually going to show us better animation and better quality stories to go along with it like the best one they had there was the doctor strange one and that's the episode yes. everyone likes the most yeah the multiverse of madness was not my favorite i'm not on about multiverse of madness i'm on about the doctor strange what if yes where, what if i know I'm, I'm saying like the, the movie they did with doctor strange wasn't great uh, but the multiverse was actually the, the what if one was actually pretty good. Yeah, I didn't. It's a mind shame they did it that way. Hmm. 
Like, I didn't mind Multiverse of Madness. It's just, obviously, the fight scene was very different. What if the fight scene was much better while all we yeah. got in the movie was, let's throw some musical notes at each other. Da, da, yeah. Da, da. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a fan of the movie. They need to do, like, if they're going to do big, like, blockbuster, they could, what they could have done is made Multiverse of Madness part of the What If series because that, that movie did not need to be as long as it was. So they could just Multiverse cut it down of... and made it a what if episode. That would have been good. No, Multiverse of Madness needed to be longer because oh, they, I cut, like, they it's cut boring. So... That movie took too long, and it was so, they so cut out all the interesting bits. Like, they cut out all the interesting bits. They were supposed to explore different universes, right? Yeah, so why, if... why couldn't they do that in a what if? You take the good bits from Stop Multiverse of Madness, cut it down into an hour. The other bits in too. The other bits make a bit more sense. Would you actually see what the hell's going on? But um, I, I didn't get bored of the movie. I actually enjoyed it. It's just I didn't like the first Doctor Strange. It was boring. The first one. Was I the did second like one the second one, to be honest. I'm not a fan. Like, what they've done with this latest phase is, is boring the hell out of me. I'm well, going on about phases, phase five and phase six announcements. Yes, that is, we'll be announced that in just a second. We'll go through that in a sec. Uh, Spider-Man Freshman Year arrives on Disney Plus in 2024. Uh, will fe- feature Charlie Cox's Daredevil. Which is awesome. Uh, he made his first Marvel cinematic, obviously in No Way Home. That was the first time he appeared in the movie series. He will be returning uh, for this Spider-Man freshman year on Disney Plus. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power scenes teased at uh, SDCC, including an Elrond vs. Durin for a rock-breaking contest. I love that. <laughs> uh, that's, that's not wicked. I, I love that character of Elrond. He's wicked. Uh, Secret Son of Mogwai confirmed Randall Park casting, uh, which is just perfect because we haven't seen Randall Parks' WandaVision, and I absolutely love that actor, because he is hilarious even when he's trying to be serious. Uh, X-Men 97 will premiere on Disney Plus in fall of next year as well. Uh, so if you're in the UK and don't know what fall is, that's autumn. That's going to be on Disney Plus next year. Uh, Marvel's Zombies on Disney Plus to have the gore and splatter you want from a zombie show, apparently. Uh, that's been confirmed. Uh, it was announced during the animation panel. I'm hoping that it's not an animation. Because if it's an animation zombie film, I don't want to see it. I really don't. I don't want to see any more animation from Disney. You need to do more live action, please. Uh, Tales of the Walking Dead is getting its first full trailer uh, this week uh, from San Diego Comic-Con. I'm looking forward to that. There is some scenes and some uh, a trailer out right now if you want to go check that out. Uh, Marvel has revealed a real-life Infinity Stones collection. It is worth $25 million. <laughs> Somebody's going to try and rob these. Uh, it's been comprised of actual precious gems, uh, a combined value of more than 25 million. Uh, the stones come in a ver- their very own Infinity Gauntlet and have a combined 150 carats. So to actually buy this, you have to spend 25 million dollars. That's insane, dude. That is a heavy price. They didn't need to make it with real gems either, so I don't know why they bothered. Uh, Walking Dead is getting a new trailer. Uh, they need to end this show immediately because it's been going on for way too long uh the premiere date for the series final episodes are also announced the uh, that's from amc uh, confirming it will be arriving in october uh, the mandalorian season two figures were revealed by hasbro as well the figures actually look very very cool uh, bill burr <laughs> has a figure which is awesome uh, i do like bill burr not for everything he says but some of the stuff most of his uh his sets are actually really quite funny uh, Walking Dead spin-off is will feature uh, Andrew Lincoln's Rick Grimes and Denai Gintry's. Oh, so he's finally come back. I thought he was going to be. He's finally. It's a spin-off. 
there's a spin-off uh, feature, a new series featuring these two. Uh, we'll, we'll replace the planned Rick Grimes movie uh, set to premiere next year. Uh, Street Fighter 6 Capcom revealed classic Street Fighter 2 alternate costumes. That will be coming to the game when it releases later this year. I'm looking forward to playing Street Fighter 6. Uh, Co-creator saying it's humbling seeing the franchise involve. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the uh, Shredder's Revenge, got very, very good scores. Uh, started as a comic series, has grown into a multimedia franchise. Uh, it's been ongoing now for... What, how long's t- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles now? It's about 50 years old, isn't it? Something like that. Possibly. 40, 50 years old. Because I remember watching the first films when I was like four, so it's been going, it was going on longer than that. The, the games they're bringing out for it, or the game they've just bought out for it from Dotemu is fantastic. Uh, yeah. Uh, Avatar Studios' first movie will focus on Ang, uh, which is the first Avatar, the last Airbender film, uh, the original series hero. Uh, the news revealed during the uh, Braving the Elements panel at Comic Con. Uh, All Man- for All Mankind's returning for a full series on Amazon TV. Uh, we've got DD Among Us Thieves co director saying upcoming film is new and fresh. So. I don't. When was that, do, have we ever had a Dungeons and Dragons film? I don't think we have, have we? Uh, I'm not sure. Well, the not closest not thing we've got to Dungeons and Dragons is drum roll, please. Stranger Things, isn't it? Yes, but that's not really a movie. I don't know if we've ever seen a movie though of Dungeons and Dragons. It will mm. be new and fresh because I don't think it's ever been done. Uh, Keanu Reeves' BRZRKR anime uh, has been confirmed for two seasons on Netflix. I love Keanu Reeves. Thank God for that. Uh, that he's doing more stuff with anime, cartoons, geek culture stuff. Uh, I love Carter Reese. He's fantastic. Uh, some people saying he's breathtaking. Uh, Transformers Earth Spike voice cast revealed at the San Diego Comic Con as well. That's Paramount Plus. Uh, has revealed the Transformers Earth Spark sh- uh, full cast. Uh, we called Danny Pudi. Uh, we'll be playing Bumblebee. Uh, Alan Tudyk will play Optimus Prime. And Sydney Mikala will play Robbie Malto. Uh, that is an anime show, obviously, uh, but it's not quite anime. It's more, I don't know how you'd say it. It's more Pixar looking than anime, to be honest. Uh, Batman and Spawn are crossing over again. It's in DC and Image Comics are bringing one of the classic crossovers. Uh, that will be that was revealed during the Jim Lee and Friends panel. Uh, the comic will be a 48-page one-shot written by Spawn creator Tom McFarlane. Uh, William Shatner revealed the definitive documentary fun-founded Legion M. That was announced uh, during the IGN Comic Con live show. I'm looking forward to seeing what William Shatner is doing because he has absolutely no filter nowadays. Uh, Dragon Ball Super Hero new details also revealed during that show as well. Uh, Daniel Craig Simmons wants to be a guest star on Archer. Is Archer still ongoing? I didn't know they were still making that. Wait, uh, uh, cancelled. Uh, oh, Netflix is still making it. Uh-uh. Are they? I have no idea. I, I've never ne- seen show. one Archer show, one Archer episode. Yeah. I, did, I didn't find it enjoyable, but that was one of the first episodes, and I just uh, that turned yeah, me sorry. off. But if if they bring Daniel Craig in, that would be awesome. Uh, Star Wars costume revealed new story details for the Andor series. Uh, and Shazam Fury of the Gods has got its first full trailer as well. I'm looking forward to seeing Shazam, because I want to see what the uh, the next movie is going to bring. We've had two now, haven't we? There's been mm. two Shazam. Was it one or two Shazams we've had? Is it I one? think we've already had one. Yeah, this will be the sequel. I mean, this has been announced last year as well, and the year before. It was supposed to, it was supposed to come out during lockdown. They never did. Uh, Extreme X-Men is returning to Marvel Comics, uh, which is awesome. That's from a legendary X-Men writer, Chris Claremont. He's uh, returning to do, uh, this new updated comic book. Uh, the Rock showed up in full Black Adam costume. Uh, he got booed this week for, for quoting or saying something about Spider-Man. The whole crowd turned against him. 
the new trailer is showing the Justice Society's Atom Smasher, Doctor Fate, Cyclone, and Hawkman. They need to make a movie of these guys. Doctor Fate is one of my favourite villains. Well, he's Doctor really Fate. Villain, yes, he's not really a villain. He's kind of yeah. It's it's awkward. He's more if you're a wrestling fan, he'd be a tweener. Uh, House of the Dragon, Millie Alcock. Uh, he's saying Dragon Riding was like a mechanical ball with leaf blowers. I don't know what that's about. Uh, the House of the Dragon's Queen uh, was never never was is based on real history. Apparently, from George R. R. Martin, he's saying he got inspired by history and turned it up to eleven. It comes from a period known as the Anarchy. I don't know what that's about, but we did get a new dra- uh, Game of Thrones House of the Dragon spin-off trailer a couple of weeks ago. Uh, there's more details on it now. Uh, George R. R. Martin won't be cameoing though in any of the shows until winter of what uh, winds of winter is done, which is his late next book, I believe. Is that the next book coming? Uh, he's saying he's going to be uh, he's not going to be in the show until he's finished writing the book. We don't know when that will be though. Uh, Batwheels is debuting a new trailer. Uh, see the new trailer at Comic Con is a 30 minute prequel special uh, titled Secret Origin of the Batwheels. Uh, that looks more like cars tied with Batman. I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest. Uh, Star Trek Picard Season 3 got a new teaser. Uh, there's also Star Trek Lower Deck Season 3 trailer teases a visit to Deep Night Space 9, which I know a lot of Trekkies are going to be very happy with. Uh, Strange New World Season 2 is going to feature a live-action anime crossover. The Sandman revealed a new trailer uh, for the movie. Uh, new clip showed an exorcism, which is odd. Uh, the Sandman, I'm not sure. Is this the Sandman from the uh, Spider-Man universe, or are they talking about the Sandman, the horror? I don't actually know. I was thinking it was from the song, Mr. Sandman. Yeah, I mean, I know that's oh, that's, that's guaranteed that's going to be in the movie somewhere. You know that's going to be in the movie somewhere. But I'm thinking, because the Sandman has been a very popular um, like horror meme, sort of. You know, it's been around horror movies for a long time. But I'm thinking, is it the Sandman from the Spider-Man universe? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, original Sandman artist did a unique endings credit for every episode. Uh, illustrated David McKean has created a different end credit for every episode of the upcoming series. Uh, Neil Gaiman would love to see a Marvel 1602 movie or series, which would be interesting. Uh, first trailer for Anne Rice's interview with a vampire. I'm seeing the original. I'm hoping the next one's just as good. They did have Brad Pitt and uh, what's his name? Tom Cruise. Uh, in the last one, if they're going to remake that, I'll be awesome. Uh, exclusive clip for the Dragon Prince season four was also announced during the IGN Comic Con live show. Uh, Black Adam Dwayne Johnson is drawing booze for his Spider-Man response at Comic Con as well as his photograph. He said, "Who would win in a fight between Black Adam and Superman?" The Rock turned around and said, it "Probably will depend who's playing Superman." <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Met with booze, people booed him out off the stage. That was amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's The Rock. He knows how to piss people off. He's done it for decades. He played. He was a wrestler. I think he knows how to annoy a crowd, and he did that deliberately. Uh, new Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania posters off a first look at Kang. Uh, it's not going to obviously be the Kang from the uh, TV show, unfortunately. Uh, Mystic Quest is returning from a third season this year on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, it's returning for season three uh, in the autumn, so September, October, around that time. Uh, Marvel is teasing a massive Avengers finale, uh, Jonathan Hitman's next series. I'm looking forward to this. It's the grand finale of Jason Aaron's Avengers are we, saga. Are we finally on the phases that I would like to talk about? Yes, we are almost there. Uh, She-Hulk and Black Panther will conclude Phase 4 of the MCU. 
uh, that's going to be the last two movies uh, that are coming. So that's good. Yes. So that's the end of phase four. But yeah. I don't know whether to be left disappointed or not because phase five and six looks really good. But right now we're looking at some movies in phase five and six that should have really been in phase four to end it off. Yeah, it should have. It should have been. Like, I don't know why they didn't do that though. Like. Right, should we go through the announcements? Yeah, Daredevil Born Again was announced during the Comic-Con. Uh, we got Blade, Mashallah Ali's MCU version has got a release date. Uh, She-Hulk Comic-Con trailer, which looks incredible. I actually really like the look of the She-Hulk, and I'm not saying that because she's rather attractive. I'm saying it because it looks like a very good trailer. The artwork is fantastic, the graphic design and all that, CGI stuff. They've gone all out with this. It doesn't look cheaply made at all, which is awesome. Because I was worried they were going to make that's it very a cheaply. Very, very big claim there, though. The thing is, you're gonna you're gonna have people going, "No, the CGI is terrible." No, I, I like the CGI. I think this. I, they were if they were going to do this cheaply, and just try and get as much out of this, they haven't. The CGI is good, and I'm. I know people are not happy with the fact that she looks like plastic, but they hit this not cheap to make this sort of thing this isn't they haven't done this cheaply they haven't done this on a budget it looks like i mean i don't know what you were expecting from a she hulk if you were expecting her to look like the hulk that'd be very difficult this is the first time they've ever made she hulk if you look at the reason that the hulk looks so good from the movies yeah. is because they did two like it's based hulk on the comic design on isn't it like it's based on read... the comic yeah it's based on the comic comics it's, yeah yeah but in the comics, she doesn't look plastic, though. At least I'll no, give them well, that. No, that's cool. <laughs> but this is very difficult if you're gonna. This is the first time they've ever made her into a light, into a light. Yeah, but, but look at, but think of it this way: Why didn't they just texture her like the Hulk? Because that would be kind of weird. If you're trying to make, I mean, you want to keep her looking like a woman. It's the texture. No, 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 no. Like it's the skin color. You just use the same skin color. She has. She's got the same skin color. Yeah, but it seems like they used a more reflective texture on it. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I mean, yeah, they could tone that down maybe a little bit, but I don't see anything really wrong with this. I you think do not see funny. anything wrong. He, 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 oh, he, he is blind. Humans, he is blind. <laughs> well, I'll let you guys decide if you think I'm right or wrong. Let me know in the comments. Uh, Marvel Secret Invasion has come to Disney Plus next spring. That's next year. Uh, it will arrive on Disney Plus. Starring the Nick amazing Fury walking out Samuel, of a spaceship. Yeah, starring the amazing Samuel L. Jackson. Yes, Nick Fury. I'm glad to see he's back. I was worried they weren't going to bring him back for this phase. Jesse's back. Back again. again. Samuel's uh, back. Marvel's Thunderbolts will conclude in phase five of next 2024, summer 2024. Alongside, um, in the middle of the year, you've got the new Captain America movie. Um, yeah. You've got the Marvels, I think. I'm actually looking forward to that. Like, Miss Bart, like, this is the thing. Not that many people liked uh, Captain Marvel, but yet they have to accept her. She's going to be... Yeah, I just don't like the actress, mate. I think she's irritating. The, problem, rude the, and... the, the thing is, you, you can't... People shouldn't hate or boycott a show unless it's in the case of... Uh, <laughs> unless it's in the case of that... Oh, I forgot her name. Amber Turd. No, no. no. <laughs> oh, Amber Heard, yes, 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 yes. Unless it's the case of Amber Heard, who actually was, yes, abusive and all that. Yeah. But uh, Brie, Brie Larson, she... 
Yes, she's, she's made mistakes. She sucks as an actress. She's a great. She doesn't belong in she's movies. She's all right as an actress. Like, her right. acting at the end of Miss Marvel was actually good. It's like how you would react when you somehow spawned as an NPC in a little girl's room where she's obsessed with you. You think that, oh my God, I'm being kidnapped here. You know, she she actually did well in that bit. No, like, I'm not I'm defending not her. So I'm sure, just to be honest, I don't like her as an actress. At Are all. you just saying that because of what she's done, or is it basically well, like, all of it, mate? I don't. Th- I think she's a very vindictive person. I don't think she's a very nice person at all. Just from the stuff she said in interviews, some stories about uh, people, you know, third party people who have talked to her have said she said this and that. I don't like her as a person, but I don't think she can act either because every time I've seen her, it seems very wooden performance and she doesn't seem well, like she's really into I would it. She like, know what she's doing. I would like to give her an interview if we get the chance. Yeah, not me, though, because I'm not. I'll be interviewing her. All right, you can interview her if you want to. Uh, yeah. Atman and the Wasp, Quantumania, is getting the first real look with Kang the Conqueror and Modok. Kang the, the Conqueror. I did say Kang the Conqueror. You know, you said Kane. I said Kang. It's, it's because I've got hay fever. It's flipping up. No. You, you got hate on Kang fever. Kang. I said Kang. I didn't say Kane. <laughs> you guys know I've always got hay fever throughout the summer and it drives me out the wall. I can't sleep. Bless you. Bless hey. you. Uh, Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 3 showing off a new trailer, which I'm looking forward to. I love Gardens of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Better be as good as 1 and 2. As performance. I didn't like this. I didn't... Yeah. But number 2 wasn't my favourite. Volume number 1 was... They were in tough. Thor, Love and Thunder. Have you seen Thor, Love and Thunder I haven't, yet? and I'm not going to see it because I've heard people's responses and critic reviews. I've and watched it. I'm very worried. I've watched it. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder... It's a step down for Ragnarok, that's for sure. It's like, imagine the the funny points of Ragnarok, but then they've added more into it. So it's like, however, I think they toned down the Guardians of the Galaxy a little bit in that movie because Tati Wacky, or however, it's a Tati... I don't know. I have no idea how to say it. It's Tati Wacky, right? And, um, sorry if I butchered your name, sir. But... um, he played a good Korg, obviously. Yeah, he's just he plays one of the characters as well as Drex. But he's you need to tone down some of that humor. You allowed some of that humor in, but sometimes when there was a serious part, it's like, well, this isn't so serious, is it? These children, our lives are at stake. Yeah, and then he's making jokes. I mean, I get that they want to do Marvel comedy. DC's tried to do that where they've. Oh. Put in some funny jokes and then they just like keep telling jokes throughout the whole film. Like it's not the, meant to be a comedy. Is, the problem is, the problem is, it feels, it still feels Marvel, but it doesn't feel like Marvel humor. Yeah. It feels yeah. like they're putting DC humor in a Marvel yes. movie. That's not whoever who who was the writer for that script. Uh, I'm pretty sure Teddy Racky directed it, but he also probably wrote some of the script. Um, I'm, I'm hoping he didn't do the uh, the jokes. Right, uh, no, he would have. He would have. He played Cork, who's the humor, who should be yeah, the I mean, humor. He's, he's a good actor. He's a great comedian, but you need to dial it down with the comedy. Like, you don't need to have a joke every scene. That's not needed. Like, you can have like, spare. Use it sparingly because it makes the movie more memorable and makes it easier to watch. Well, the thing is, any movie that it, yes, right. <laughs> this is this probably explains why then. So in Ragnarok, um. He just directed it, right? He didn't yeah. write it. It was Eric Pearson, Carl Christopher, and El Yost. Um, they got rid of all them writers, <laughs> and um, he now wrote some of the script alongside oh. Jennifer Caton Robson. 
Robinson. So um, who is that? I don't I know. know. I've no idea who that writer is. Um, but oh yeah, but the thing is, so I feel like there is Thor will return. By the way, that was right at the end of the movie. So there is going to be either a Thor five or he's going to be in an an Avengers movie. But he is coming back, so there is going to be another Thor well, we movie. Do, we we have heard that there's going to be the Dark Avengers at some point. They're going to release that. Mate, basically, the face later on phases will include the the Dark Avengers, who are like the villains. But it, it, um, Chris Hemsworth, no, Chris, is it? Yes. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth, yeah. Yes. Uh, Chris Hemsworth has said he wants to play Thor as long as he's alive. So yeah. he's going to keep playing Thor. Like They're not just going to kill off Thor unless they really want to kill off Thor. And he, I wouldn't say he's the most popular Marvel, but people yeah. praised Ragnarok. Everyone went on. It was so funny, but also so good. And mm. then with this movie, they're like, it's got too much humour in, and it's not so good. It's... Try and re- they should have kept the writers from Ragnarok if they wanted yeah. to have that. Well, I mean, if you're gonna there. have like, if you're gonna have like smaller directors, people who haven't done as much as like the big guys, oh, at least then you've got to have, include have an experienced, talented writer on board. Because if you're having like he, he, inexperienced he, he, he directors did. and inexperienced writers, it's kind of um, Jojo Rabbit, you know that movie, Jojo yes, Rabbit. I know, I know that movie, yeah. Do you like it? No. He also directed it, but I also believe uh, he wrote it as well. Um, let me just check. I mean, the thing is, he's a comedic, he's a comedic actor, he's a comedic writer. Yeah, yeah, it was written and directed by him. And let's just say, Thor Ragnarok, no, Thor Love and Thunder feels more like a Jojo Rabbit in space. While Thor Ragnarok felt like Thor meets Jojo Rabbit, so there's a difference there. <laughs> there's a difference there, basically. Yeah. You know I what I mean? I didn't like that film. To be honest, I didn't, like like, I didn't mind Jojo Rabbit because it wasn't supposed. To, well, it was supposed to take uh, the Mickey out of World War Two, um, which it's a very serious thing. World War Two, but yeah, it's not something you could really take the Mickey out of, mate. And I'm ex-military. My yeah. grand, both my grandfathers were in World War Two. I don't find it funny. But the thing is, the thing is, but the thing is, though, you have to put humility onto Hitler once in a while because he's such an idiot for doing you what do. he did. You, you, you do. know, you do. You do have to make fun of people to kind of because the I'm thing not is, say less than the what thing, they did, but like, yeah, you've got, you've got to make fun of them to to like basically, you know, because if everything's always so serious, you can't live in fear of everything. So I understand why they would do that, but at the same time, I just thought that movie was in very bad taste. If he's, if that's all he's got, if that's the only type of comedy he's got that he can write, he really needs of, to check his CV. Yeah, you need, you need, you need. He needs some more experience in writing, directing other stuff before you bring him into the big blockbuster Marvel films. Because I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't he's a great com- He's a great comedian. He's a great actor. I think he's very, very good in that he's role. He's from New Zealand. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a very, very good actor. I'll give him that. Isn't he can write Chris comedy, Hemsworth but... Australian? Chris Hemsworth is Australian. Yeah, he's from the Gold Coast. Oh, wait, wait. I just need to double check because I thought he was either British or he's Australian. No, yeah, he's, he's Australian. Australian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His brother's Australian as well. So, so, so have you noticed that they've got a New Zealand, which is right next to Australia, isn't it? Yes, it is. So, right, let me look at his history. So, well, can, we, can we move on quickly, though? We, just two seconds, just two minutes. seconds, two seconds. 
So he, he's done movies that I've never heard of, apart from Thor and Jojo Rabbit. Uh, television. Okay, he's wrote about five. He, he directed, sorry, five episodes of The In Between Us. But all the other shows that he's done, I can't. I don't know them. Uh, short films. Team Thor. Okay, that's probably just about the background of it. His acting career. Oh, he did Green Lantern. Good start. Good start. <laughs> um, uh, he acted obviously in the Suicide Squad, but that movie didn't really still didn't do much. But apart from that, he did, he did four movies. Did Korg, did Korg, you know, Don't you know what I mean. So yeah, he's done hardly anything. He's done hardly anything that no one no, knows no experience. about. No experience, and the movies he has done has been flops. That's not yeah. the greatest CV to have if you're trying to write. He, did the, he did the initial screenplay for Moana, but was uncredited. So yeah, because probably this movie wasn't any good. The original script. Yeah, that's probably why they replaced him and took his name off. <laughs> I mean, he's a great comedian. Just don't get him to write anything because he only has one. He's hardly in anything that anyone remembers. No, that's a problem. But he's going to be now known as the guy who's yeah. screwed up Thor after fixing Thor. Yeah, it's not it's not a great great look for your career if that's what's happening. Uh, but anyway, moving on because we do have to get to more news. Uh, Marvel's Echo, Loki season two, Ironheart, Agatha theories all get narrowed release windows. Uh, they will arrive next summer next year. Uh, whilst Agatha Coven of Chaos is arriving in the winter, Ironheart will be coming next September October time. Uh, Marvel Phase 6 will return with Fantastic Four, end with Avengers The Kang Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars. Uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is getting the first trailer and plot details. Uh, it was released during Marvel's Comic-Con panel, also fe- also revealing Namor the Submariner as a new character, which is interesting. Uh, Tinoch Huerta uh, confirmed to play Namor in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, obviously, they're not going to include uh, the... Uh, yeah, the, some of the original cast. I do believe some of the original cast has now dropped out of that film. Um, but yeah, shout out to Marvel. They've actually done a release some pretty big news. I'm looking forward to Phase Six, Phase Five with the way Phase Four is going. I'm a little bit worried. They need to remove some of the uh, writers and directors for these movies because Phase Four has been terrible so far. I have not enjoyed it one little bit. And I have not been interested in going to see any of the Marvel films. Last phase, first three phases, I went to the cinema every single time. The thing is, the thing is, the thing is, have you also noticed the lack of one big IP? Yes. As well. Yes. Ragnarok, I think, is probably the last. Why are we talking about Ragnarok? What about the, the lack of one IP that they should really have here? Have you noticed it's been replaced by Daredevil? Yeah. Yeah. Like Daredevil, like I know everyone loves Daredevil, but the reason why that uh, that they started to do more Daredevil stuff is because fans were like, "Oh, the Netflix shows were so good, the Netflix shows were so good." And people have started to forget the one guy that Marvel really needed uh, years ago, and now people are like, "Well, where, they're not even blinking an eye to wherever he is." There is no Spider Man. Like what we had in the Infinity Stone saga, we at least from. We had a Spider Man in phase. We had we had a Spider Man in phase two. We had a Spider Man in phase three. Um, because uh, I'm pretty sure at the end of phase three was. Uh, oh no! Was I? Am I right? Or did we have two Spider Mans in phase three and then? But we also had them in Civil War as well. well so we had phase... No Way Home last year. No. Yes. So I'm just trying to think. Far I think from was two... Home was 2019. 
Yes, and then in 2017, we had Homecoming. And I'm pretty, is that Phase 3 or 2 that Homecoming was in? I think phase, I think Homecoming was in Phase 2. Yes, and then obviously he was in Civil War as well, which was in Phase yeah. 2. Then yeah. he was in, because he ended Phase 2, he also ended Phase uh, 3 with yeah. um, uh, um, with Away Far From Home. Yeah. And then No Way Home, he's in Phase 4, but we've not seen him for uh, Phase 5 or 6 yet, apart from this prequel, but it's not really something that uh, that we really would consider part of Phase 5 and 6. It doesn't progress the story at all. It's like yeah. how... I mean, he's, but he's supposed to be the new Iron Man in that sort of position as like a leader. That's the thing. The new Spider-Man is basically Daredevil then. Yeah. I mean, you, you could have... you should they, What they should do is bring Spider-Man in as the... As like the leader of the new Avengers, because he is kind of he was given the nod by that, that, Tony Stark. So it's going to be Captain America, or it's going to yeah, be yeah. But you haven't got Captain America Daredevil. anymore because if you look no, at you the do. Falcon and the Winter what... Soldier, yeah, yeah. But he's now Captain America. Yeah, Remember? but he's so... not so much. I mean, you you would yeah. He's going to. I, would, lead, I wouldn't say that he's to- if that, not him. It, yeah. If not him, it's going to be Daredevil because no one because who's good, because people could be like, why should we let you lead the Avengers if we don't know who you really are? Yeah, well, they need to start introducing him, don't they? Yeah, 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 but he's not. No one knows he's Peter Parker anymore. Sorry, who's Peter Parker again? Sorry, I don't know this guy. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, flippy characters, uh, Ubisoft has confirmed the delay for the next Assassin's Creed game to spring of next year. Uh, the, it's going to be t- it's entitled Rift. It's going to be featuring Basim uh, from Valhalla, uh, where he's going to be leading throughout the Middle East. Uh, not officially announced, Bloomberg reported in February that Ubisoft was planning to release a smaller-scale stealth-focused Assassin's Creed either this year or next year. Uh, the codenamed Rift, it will feature Basim. Uh, the title was originally planned as an expansion uh, for the most recent series entry for being spun into a standalone game. Uh, later on, the next game after that will be obviously be the Infinity series where all Assassin's Creed games will be released. Uh, Ubisoft also confirmed on Thursday it delayed Avatar Frontiers of Pandora and a smaller unannounced premium game to its next fiscal year. Uh, the smaller game is Rift, uh, which we reported on Friday. Ubisoft has pushed the release window back from February to May, June of next year. Uh, Rift is reportedly set in the Middle East, including Baghdad. Uh, the game is expected to be released before the officially announced Assassin's Creed Infinity. Uh, which is a collaboration between the two Ubisoft studios of Quebec and Montreal. Uh, whilst previous series entries have taken a more specific historical period setting, uh, Fiddle Report will be a platform for future games, all future Assassin's Creed games, uh, where you'll be able to jump from one period to another. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about it, because uh, I don't really want a live service Assassin's Creed, but this is where we're going. Let's uh, into that. This week, Assassin's Creed Infinity will include a game with an Asian setting, possibly Japan. So we could be getting Assassin Samurais, which is interesting. Assassin Samurais. Yeah. Uh, well, nin- ninjas. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, even though I wouldn't not... mind. Well, actually, well, ninjas, ninjas are just assassins, aren't they? They're working yeah, but nin- nin- ninjas and ninjutsu is uh, a, a fantasy. It's not a real... Like I work in the shadows. Yes. Uh, but it's, a, it's, it's not real. But yeah, they could use that sort of ninja setting to... Yeah, it would make sense. I think that's probably where they go with it. Um, we will hold a multi-game showcase in September for Assassin's Creed, so we'll probably get more information then. Uh, they did cancel four games, though, Ubisoft. Uh, that includes the new Splinter Cell VR and Ghost Recon Frontline, which is supposed to be the next Ghost Recon game, which would have included NFTs. Thankfully, that game has been cancelled. Uh, Ubisoft obviously has delayed Avatar 
uh, and the uh, Rift game. It also confirmed Fort cancelled four games. These include Splinter Cell, the VR title, uh, as well as two unannounced games that Ubisoft did not disclose, uh, as well as Ghost Recon Frontline. Uh, Splinter Cell VR game has been canned. Fans of the series are getting, were getting a remake of the original game. As for Ghost Recon Frontline, this was a free-to-play battle royale. Uh, the two unannounced unannounced games it's anyone's guess what they might have been uh ubisoft did not give a reason for the cancellations uh it's obviously a highly iterative process costs a lot of money uh, they cancel about 50 percent of the games it, it works on uh, ubisoft has cancelled four games and delayed two others uh the company has a number of big projects coming up including the mario and rabbit sparks of hope and skull and bones which are releasing this year uh, ubisoft is planning to reveal the future of assassin's creed with unity uh, as well as the Rift game, which will feature Valhalla's Bassin. It's disappointing, to say the least, because I was looking forward to Splinter Cell VR. I think that we need games that do not include horror on VR headsets. Well, horror no. seems to be the best way to go about it right now, unfortunately. But we need more uh, We need it's more too immersive many, it's games. Too many horror yeah. games VR. Every game I've been on, when I've gone through the, the Quest store, every single game, majority of them have been a horror title. Yeah. And it's boring because I don't enjoy. I don't want to play horror all the time. I want to play something else. That's why I'm liking the the new the the Creed boxing game or whatever else they got on there. Like um, what's it called? Something one per, personal one person one something like that. Or something, something like that. that. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember that. I'm, you guys know I'm terrible with names, but I I've been enjoying the Creed boxing game. There's a couple of other games we bought. It's they're, they're okay, but I do not want a horror game after horror game after horror game. So I was looking forward to Splinter Cell because I think that would have been the perfect game for the Quest headset if they'd done that. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege and Assassin's Creed have now been reported to carry Ubisoft to 325 million US dollars in quarterly revenues. So this can't be the reason they dropped their cancelling these games is because of money. Uh, French video game giant, obviously Ubisoft, reported earnings for the first fiscal quarter ending June 30th. Revenue shrank 10%. Uh, from 359.6 million a year to 324.4 million in a year. This is obviously because of the uh, NFT project they had with that last Ghost Recon, whatever it is. I'm not a fan of their games lately. They've really sucked. Uh, bookings for the court were down 10% from 332.3 million a year to 299 million. Uh, in the most recent quarter, uh, Frederic Duguay said in a statement that the performance was slightly better than expected thanks to outperformance from Rainbow Six Siege mm-hmm. and Assassin's Creed. Uh, these are obviously the Ubisoft's most. These are obviously Ubisoft's most prominent brands, the ones that sell the best. Uh, for the first full fiscal year ending next year, Ubisoft is expecting operating income of 414 million. Uh, because Ubisoft's stock is down slightly to 41.66. The company is valued currently at $5.2 billion. Uh, That's a lot of macaroni. Yes. Uh, They are down stock-wise, but they have obviously got Skull and Bones coming out, Mario Rabbids coming out, Division Resurgence is going ongoing testing, uh, Division Heartland, X Defiant, even though that game is absolute crap. They're still ongoing. People are still putting money into it for some reason. So they have got games out there. They've got the next Assassin's Creed Rift just coming out next year. There's still going to be income for them. So I think that that amount will go up. 
Scarlet Bones has been a lot requested and has been highly teased for years and years. Thankfully, now she's getting made. You've got Marion Rabbis, which was shown, obviously, during the Nintendo Showcase, the last Nintendo Direct. So they, they're going to sell well. Eve's Gilmo, yeah. who is the uh, Ubisoft CEO, said, our teams are intensely focused on delivering memorable experiences, uh, cross-platforms, business models, and geographies. Uh, we seem to work on the richest pipeline in the company's history. Which is, uh, I don't know how I feel about that statement, to be honest. Uh, they haven't talked about NFTs for a long time uh, since the absolute flop, which was that Ubisoft store, because uh, they only sold $4,000 worth of NFTs. Really? Oh, they spent millions on it. Uh, thankfully they're not going into that too much now which is great uh if you sure. are yes that is good and i'm I'm thankful they're not doing it we are going to get into nfts uh just after the deals of the week uh, because there are companies that are now uh finally jumping into nfts and there are companies that are completely saying no we're not doing that ever uh we jumped out in just a sec uh playstation plus extra and premium now have a seven day free trial uh so you can get stray right now uh, both the PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium options will now give you seven dra- days to try the service for being billed. As we've noted, these trials are not available separately. You're essentially signing up uh, to Extra and Premium. However, you get seven days free up front. Uh, so you'll be able to play Stray, which is available on the PlayStation Extra store right now. Uh, so you can play that now if you haven't got the copy already. I would, if if I was going to do a week trial, I'd just do a week trial of Premium. Yeah, do a week trial premium and you get to play straight straight free for a week. And you get to play PS1 games and all sorts for a week. Oh, yes. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not signing up until I can get a PS5. So my PS4 now is getting uh, rather <laughs> overheated. Uh, that fan is broken and I, uh, I don't want to completely destroy everything. So I'm going to wait until I get a PS5 before I jump into it. Uh, so these terms and conditions make clear that you can cancel your subscription before the trial period ends to avoid being charged. So I cancel it on day six. Uh, do you think six days is enough for you to play Stray, Callum? Depends. <laughs> Bang that game out as quickly as you can. <laughs> I don't want... <laughs> uh, July's list of PS Plus editions does include Stray Day 1. So if you want to play Stray, you need to play it now before August. So, yeah. Jump on it quickly. Uh, alongside the Final Fantasy VII Remake, Integrate and Marvel's Avengers are the three games that are currently available on PS Plus. Far better than Xbox got. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, and that's it. Uh, Callum, are you going to do it or am I? You can do it. Oh, why, thank you very much. Roll the thing. Are you looking to start a podcast? Sign up with Podbean. Voted the number one online podcast app by people like you. And it's you. Use our promo code podbean.com slash gamesinquirer. That's capital G and capital E. I get your first month completely free. It's easy to use. You can record right on the app. No mess, no fuss. Sign up today and get your first month free on us. And it helps us out too. What are you waiting for? Join the number one podcast app on the internet. With promo link podbean.com forward slash gamesinquirer. Coming to start this week is a a bit of an announcement and a bit of a pain in the arse. Uh, Steam Deck right now at CEX is selling for a thousand pounds. So if that's not it's not that's not a deal at all. Do not go for that. I'm getting Uh, my Monday. Yeah, CEX scalping again. They did this last time with the PS5s and the Xboxes when they first launched. 
it's just ridiculous. Don't go to CEX for deals, trust me. It's not really not worth it. Uh, but if you are looking for some deals this week, Phoenix Wright, Ace Eternity Trilogy, right now at Gamevo, using the code GGD6, you can get that with an Argentinian VPN. You need that. Uh, being cost you £3.36 with Gamevo. Uh, Watchdogs Legion right now. I know a lot of this game is a bit old, uh, but it has arrived just now. £9 on Amazon uh, mm-hmm. for an Xbox Series X version. Uh, I still think I like that game, to be honest. Uh, PlayStation's Deathloop right now, PS5, uh, with free collect at Curry's. Uh, £17 at £16.99. Uh, Battlefield 2042 uh, with code inbox Amazon UK. You can get that for £14.58. That is 42% off. Uh, Grease, uh, G-R-I-S, uh, Game Planets right now. It's £3.20. Uh, you can get an Asus ROG Cepheus uh, G15 Ryzen 9 uh, with 16 gigabyte, uh, one terabyte SSD, 15.6 inch screen, RTX 3080 and Windows 10. Right now, Laptops Direct, 31% off. That is one down to £1,627.97p, down from £2,343. That is a hefty price tag. Uh, you need to use the code SUMMER70, SUMMER70, to get £70 off on that deal as well. Uh, Doom Eternal Deluxe Edition, right now, using the code RDRZJU. That's all in lowercase. GGD in capitals. I'll read that again. Lowercase R D R Z J U capitals G G D. You get a deal right now for Doom Eternal for ten pound ninety seven on PC. Uh, that includes the Ancient Gods Part One and Two DLCs. Uh, you're gonna get Welcome to Hanwell on Nintendo Switch right now via the eShop for one pound twenty four. That is ninety percent off. Uh, you get Final Fantasy Seven Remake Integrate right now on the Game Collection for twenty nine ninety five. Uh, Bright Memory Infinite on Xbox. You will need a VPN from Argentina to get this on Gamevo. Uh, but using the code DLCOMPARE, all in capitals, DLCOMPARE, £5.63. Uh, you can get three games for free this weekend, including the Insurgency Sandstorm, which only came out last week. They still expires tomorrow, so you need to get this now. Uh, Rubber Bandits and Hell Let Loose on Steam. You can get that for free this weekend. You need to download them immediately, though. Uh, Avengers Xbox One right now and Asda. Uh, there's five pounds in store if you want to play that. Little Nightmares right now at CD Keys is only two ninety nine. Uh, Hitman at three Xbox One five pound in store at Asda. Get that right now as well. Treasures of the Aegon on Nintendo Switch is fifteen pound forty five at Amazon. Uh, Street Fighter thirtieth anniversary collection at PC for PC uh, CD Keys right now is five pound fifty nine. And last but not least, though, uh, Nintendo Switch and its kid in Miracle World DX uh, for £5.24 on Nintendo eShop. That is 65% off. And it's all for your deals of the week. Well, there's more on the deals of the week. You see, the Major was very misinformed <laughs> today. So, we have the basis power bank, which is 30,000 milliamp hours, a quick charging of 65 watts. Uh, for with QC 4.0 USB C external battery, you know all that uh, fancy stuff. Uh, that is currently fifty nine pound forty nine down from seventy four pound ninety nine. Perfect for the Steam Deck as it supports the power requirements if you need extra juice. Um, Bayonetta three Trinity Masquerade Edition is seventy nine pound ninety nine. It's usually just priced in the Nintendo Store, but it's out of stock everywhere. But it's on Amazon. 
Thank you, Amazon, for giving us a chance to get something. Uh, Assassin's Creed, the Ezio collection, is £24.99 at Amazon, currently for the Nintendo Switch. You get three classic games included, Assassin's Creed 2, uh, which is on the game card, and you get a download code for Brotherhood and and Revelations. Ooh. Well, thank you, Callum. I was not expecting you to jump in. And then, World War One, Tannenberg, and the Epic <laughs> Game Store is free currently. Ooh. Have ex- uh, experienced authentic first World War action with 64 player battles on the Eastern Front. The Eastern Front? Are you doing the weather? Well, dude. Come in, come in. It is sunny with a slight chance of clouds and rain. Enjoy. It's too bloody hot. That's what, that's what the weather should be. It's just hot everywhere. It's not hot here. Welcome back here, to the mate. northeast where we actually survive. <laughs> mate, I, I will be moving to the northeast eventually, but right now London is boiling up. Have I actually convinced you to move up here? You have, and I want to move back anyway because that was going to be when you talk about house prices and stuff. I was like, yes. Well, you can get yourself right. So, bargains of the week here for house prices: get a four-bedroom house in <laughs> for a hundred thousand pound. Well, my, well, my nan's a Geordie, so eventually it will happen, but because I do want to move back up north. I don't want to be down here. It's too expensive and too hot. Oh, yeah. The southerners always complain, don't they? Oh, we do, we do, we do. <laughs> anyway, uh, NFTs this week. Uh, Minecraft came out and completely slammed NFTs. Uh, if you don't know what NFT is, it's a non-fungible token, works on the blockchain, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's a unique, non-editable digital token. Uh, can be used as an MPEG or GIF. Most common use is a JPEG. The purchase of an NFT provides that token states the ownership of the original digital file. However, that file can be copied, moved, or even deleted. Uh, NFTs and blockchain have been associated with speculation. Prices have driven up rapidly, as we have seen many fall rapidly. If you are a player or creator, this is from Microsoft Mojang, uh, actively evolving in the buying, selling, or trading of NFTs that make use of Minecraft, like skins or world, we strongly suggest you go through the information below. Otherwise, it's likely these changes won't affect you. Minecraft has changed their policies on NFTs, and this is fantastic. We're going to get into the companies that haven't, and are very stupid for. But I'm actually quite happy that Microsoft has actually um, yeah. done well because, and, and like, I could, like, I would think that Microsoft would try and push NFTs, believe it or not, because they, I mean, they don't to need to. They have. They don't. One of, they're one of the richest companies on the planet. Well, they are, but that's why they can get probably get away with it too. Because, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I think there's... People hold Xbox more of a higher standard when it comes to this sort of thing, and I'm glad they've called it out, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but their new policy is stating, uh, according to their Minecraft usage guidelines, uh, a server owner can charge for access. Not all players should have access to the same functionality. We have these rules to ensure that Minecraft remains a community where everyone has access to the same content. And the NFTs, however can create models of scarcity and exclusion that conflict with our guidelines and the spirit of Minecraft. To ensure that Minecraft players have a safe and inclusive experience, blockchain technologies are not permitted to be integrated inside our client and server applications, nor may Minecraft in-game content such as worlds, skims, persona items or other mods be utilised by blockchain technology to create a scarce digital asset. Their reasons thus follow. Some companies have recently launched NFT implementation, implement, uh, implementations uh, that are associated with Minecraft world files and skin packs. 
Other examples of how NFTs and blockchains could be utilized in Minecraft include creating Minecraft collectible NFTs, allowing players to earn NFTs through activities performed on a server, or earning Minecraft NFT rewards for activities outside the game. Each of these uses of NFTs and other blockchain technologies creates digital ownership based on scarcity, scarcity and exclusion, which do not align with Minecraft values of creative inclusion and working together. NFTs are not inclusive of all our community and create a scenario of the haves and have-nots. Perspective pricing, investment mentality around NFTs takes the focus away from playing the game and encourages profiteering, which we think is inconsistent with the long-term joy and success of our players. We are also concerned that some third-party NFTs may not be reliable and end up costing players who buy them. Some third-party NFT implementations also are entirely dependent on blockchain tech and may require an asset manager who may disappear without notice. There have been instances where NFTs were sold at artificially or fraudulently inflated prices. Uh, we encourage that creation inside our game has intrinsic value and we strive to provide a marketplace where these prices can be recognised or values should be recognised. As such, to ensure that Minecraft players have a safe and inclusive experience, blockchain are not technologies are not permitted to be integrated inside the client and server applications, nor may they be utilised or create NFTs associated with in-game content including blah, blah, blah. We will be paying close attention to how blockchain technology evolves over time to ensure that above principles are withheld and determine whether it allows for more secure experiences or other practical and inclusive applications in gaming. However, we have no plans of implementing blockchain technology into Minecraft right now. Fantastic news from Microsoft. Thank you, lads. Thank you, lads. Congratulations to Mojang for standing out against this nonsense. Yeah. I, I you're you're going to have a friend on our timeline that's they're promoting NFTs, or I have anyway. I wonder, though, if it was Mojang that said to Microsoft, we don't want NFTs, and that's why Microsoft probably... Yeah. You know, you know they, they, they have a point. NFTs are about scarcity and exclusion, because some, most people are not going to be able to afford to buy one. Well, it depends, because you can make a cheap one. Yeah, but NFTs, as the price goes up in the stock... The NFT price goes up. Mm. It's people don't even have money will be able to buy them. And it's always going to be expensive. It's never going to be cheap. Even Ubisoft tried it and they were charging $400 for a skin. It's never going to happen. Square Enix, however, and this is where we get into the, the idiots in the industry who think NFTs are the future, uh, has summoned Meteor has launched its NFT project. These will be physical collectibles with an NFT component. I don't mind the physical collectible. I do not want the NFT part. Uh, what has been a warning for dark times to come is now reality. We knew about this when Square Enix sold 30% or 30%, at least 30% of the company for $300 million, which is vastly small compared to what they bought three of those companies for. However, uh, the project, after threatening the company's embrace of the controversial and largely reviled by gamers' blockchain technology, is finally announced its NFT project. Uh, to facilitate this extraordinary waste of fans' goodwill, Square Enix has partnered with Engine, who's an NFT company. Uh, that will store Square Enix tokens on its Affinity blockchain. I hate it, idea. Mm. Starting today, right now, consumers will be able to pre-order a physical action figure that comes with a code redeemable for a digital NFT. There will also be physical trading cards that similarly have a digital NFT component. Uh, if you're wondering which of its many Square Enix franchises is pulling its NFTs from, uh, Final Fantasy 7 is going to be the start of it. Uh, that's the new Final Fantasy 7 now. 
Wait, wait, I'm confused. The new one, you mean like the sequel to... Yeah, the, the, like, the second remake. part or third part or... Which part it's are we at remake. now? The remake. I know, but which part are we at with the remake? We're on number two now. But basically, they've got one of Cloud. They've got an NFT of Cloud. <sighs> Screen, excuse this point. Yes. Uh, technology known... The NFTs are basically a technology known to consume exorbitant amounts of energy. It's already out of control. Climate change on the planet is either fire, drowned, or melting, uh, which we've seen in Europe throughout this week. Half of England was on fire. South of France was on fire. Spain, Greece. We had national emergencies and evacuations from large parts of the country. But NFTs are this massive billion-dollar company is spending all its money to create NFTs. And I'm, I'm very disappointed in Square Enix right now for this. Uh, out of the characters created who are dedicated to stopping companies from doing exactly what an NFT. Start that again. <laughs> cut it, Stace. Yeah, cut that, Stace. Start again. Uh, currently, there are no images available what the actual figure or collectible cards will look like, uh, or how much they'll cost. And the when gaming NFTs are met frequently with swift and furious backlash, I do not expect that this is going to be very, very profitable for them. They are incredibly stupid for doing this. Hmm. Because this is clearly, and there's no other way to look at this, this is clearly an act of greed. Because they got this in their in their mind, that NFTs and things like Bitcoin are the future. That this is going to make them billions, because they've seen people become billionaires overnight, or millionaires, by, by, by buying on the stock, on stock exchange or whatever, Bitcoin. Yeah. They've seen people, NF, the NFT prices that are shot up, where people were paying up millions. Somebody bought an NFT last year for three and a half million dollars. One NFT. What they didn't realize is that person then tried to sell it and couldn't. And the highest offer they got was a thousand dollars. This is where NFTs are. You've got people that are stupid enough to buy them. You cannot resell them. The only way this market will work is if you have people that are willing to buy over than what you bought it for. There's no way you can do that with NFTs because nobody wants them. As I've repeatedly said, there's nothing in NFTs that are of value for money. You can be, you can delete the asset online. If someone wanted to, if they sold you an NFT for three and a half million and then wanted to be a dick, they could delete that asset link. So basically, yeah. you have bought a line of code that has nothing attached to it. Exactly. And completely stupid. Anyone could... like. <sighs> The only way to really prove this is the original document is through the metadata, but the thing is, I don't think people really care. <sighs> like, if I've got an image, I've got an image, and that's the image I wanted, so I'll just use that image. I don't care. You know what I mean? I mean, they could be hacked as well. You can lose yeah. ownership, someone could just hack it and change their name. It's not it's not secure in the slightest. Uh, gaming NFTs are frequently met with obviously backlash from fans. On uh, top of the precipitous fall in things for all things cryptocurrency, including Bitcoin, which dropped by over half over this since the beginning of the year. Uh, it's not known if these new Final Fantasy VII NFTs will have any value other than sentimental, yeah. because you could sell them, you could buy them. We don't know how much they're going to cost. They could cost like hundred quid, hundred pounds, hundred dollars. But then if you can't sell that NFT on for like $200 or even more than that, what is the point? Because you're now stuck with something you can't do anything with. And Square Enix, if they want, if they wanted to get rid of it, they could just delete everything and you have absolutely no rights to it. You don't own that image, they do. 
you're just buying a link to that image. It is stupid. Do not don't, buy these. Yeah, Swear don't. It will hopefully, very hopefully, cut it off immediately. If they realise that this is dumb, this is a, a stupid idea. And it needs to stop. And they don't need to be doing this. And they need to learn what they've done selling off a third of their company for not even 10% of what it was worth was a stupid business move for NFTs that are not going to sell. And they need to realise this. The only way for them to realise it is if nobody buys it. No, no. You don't give them any money. Uh, Epic, though, has also come out. This is why Tim Sweeney is the biggest dick. We know what he was going, what his old plan was with Apple, didn't we? Of course, we did. His own, he wanted to create his own phone store, essentially. Uh, but he has stated Epic won't ban NFT games. Uh, this was in response to Microsoft's stance with the Minecraft announcement. Uh, he's saying the stores and operating system makers shouldn't interfere by forcing their views onto others. <laughs> oh. Like, if a game developer wants to do it, they can find out the hard way. That's why the game failed, I suppose. But this is the thing, right? Because you're going to have kids on Epic Games who are playing games like Fortnite, etc. The reason that you don't include NFTs is because they are essentially gambling. Right? So you're going to have people on there who have access to their parents' credit card that don't know what NFTs are. They buy an NFT game. Now they're they're in big. They're basically gambling with their parents' money. So Epic will mm. have to, at some point, put bars, age gaps, age restrictions on NFT games. So this statement that he said that you shouldn't interfere by forcing their reviews onto others is nonsense. Because there are strict regulations and laws against gambling with kids. Uh, Tim Sweeney said the company won't ban the sale of the games featuring NFTs on the store, even though Steam has banned it. Uh, it's claiming it's wrong to interfere in how developers make their games. You don't need an NFT to make a game, starters. Uh, no, when you, they... you don't. No, because it's, it's a JPEG. You don't need to sell NFTs for it. Even regardless of you, what you think it's going to be worth, it's not necessary to make a game with an NFT. Not in the slightest, because for starters, NFTs aren't worth anything. The market is one of the smallest in the entire world. 10,000 average sales every year. 10,000. You take that in anything, right? If you're selling a bottle of juice, for example, you're likely to sell more than 10,000 bottles in a year. If you're not, then your company's going bankrupt. Yep, more or less. Yeah, so it's pointless selling NFTs because it's not worth it. There's no market there. Wednesday, Mojang, who is the uh, Microsoft-owned studio behind Minecraft, stated he had no plans to support NFTs in the game, uh, which has been celebrated by players and consumers and everybody alike, including us. Uh, I lost my mind when I read that. Thank God. Uh, Sweeney was asked by Twitter, uh, a Twitter user, if Epic will be taking a similar stance. He said, developers should be free to decide how to build your games. Are you free to decide whether to play them? Are you free to decide? Yeah, you're you free to, to play them. If you don't want to play them, you don't want to play them. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you've got kids using the Epic Store. Or people have no idea about what an NFT game is. Yeah. They're there to buy actual games. What they need to do, and what I think is going to be the legal requirement going forward, is if they have to either market as an NFT game, or market as an 18+, plus, 
which means they're then going to be restricting those NFT games. So everything he's just said is nonsense. Imagine that an 18 plus Mario. Yeah, he's going to include the NFTs. Mm. They have no choice. Legally, I don't think they're going to have a choice. In pop, central, several pop countries in Europe, they're not going to have a choice. Yeah. Uh, he said, I believe stores and operating system makers shouldn't interfere by forcing their views on the other, onto others. We definitely won't be. You will eventually. Uh, NFTs are obviously non-interchangeable units of data, which allow users to buy and sell digital assets. Uh, when asked later in the thread how this standard should be held against a company which to publish hateful content on Epic's platform, Sweden clarified the company don't hold does hold editorial guidelines, but that NFTs don't currently fall foul of them. He said a store could choose to make no such judgments and host en- host anything that's legal or choose to draw the line at mainstream acceptable norms as we do, or accept only games that conform to the user's personal belief. Sweeney said, explain why the controversial technology won't be banned outright. (sighs) Obviously, uh, Mojang's statement on Wednesday explained NFT technology will constitute a violation of the Minecraft usage guidelines, uh, which we've already read. I'm not going to read that again. But Epic not doing this. What is your thoughts on Epic going against the grain, as it were? They could. Uh, do I want to say they can do what they want? I'm not sure, to be honest. Like, it's up to the players to really choose if they want to play a game with NFTs or not. Developers will find out that it's not profitable, or people aren't willing to do that. You know, so it, it, it it's really up to to people. Well, I, I do think, because we've already seen, like, with uh, loot boxes and stuff, several countries in Northern Europe have already said they're not going to allow NFTs. Gonna, it has to be licensed as gambling. Mm. So, what, oh, what are your thoughts on Epic banning NFTs? Or it's allowing up to, It's NFTs? up to the player whether... It's, it's up to the player just to choose what they want to do. If they want to buy the game, then they do. It's like how people they chose to support Epic's game stores, they chose to support it in the first place. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I I will say Northern Europe, Europe, Northern European countries, country like Norway and Sweden, they ban loot boxes. NFTs are on the same course as, as loot boxes are in gaming. More than likely, they'll be banned in Northern Europe. We've already had there's already discussions in the UK House of Parliament about NFTs and loot boxes and stuff. Yeah, being licensed and marketed to children. So I don't think Epic. Eventually, there's going to be legislation that's going to stop them doing it, but I don't think there's going to be. Uh, Epic's going to be able to just allow NFT games to run wild on the Epic Store. Eventually, they will have to license it as either gambling or make it known that it's an NFT game because that will eventually happen, which means that people under 18 will not be able to buy it, which is then them telling, going against exactly what they said they didn't want to do. They're going to have to at some point. It's, it's inevitable. So regardless, it's... Whatever Tim Sweeney yeah. says, the opposite is going to happen eventually. He's got no choice. He can say he's going to want it because they're probably looking at it saying that every time that someone buys an NFT on the game, we want a percentage. His, his, his idea is money. He's completely money-driven. But I don't think it's going to be the long-term policy of Epic to allow yeah. NFT games just run wild on Epic Store. It's not going to happen. Uh, we did get a couple of leaks this past week. Uh, Blizzard has seemingly leaked World of Warcraft Wrath of the Lichkin's classic release date. Uh, the game is set to arrive this September. Uh, spotted by Wowhead, uh, the game's official website was briefly updated to state it will be released on the 26th of September this year. Uh, the image has now been removed, however, 
uh, but there is a trailer available linked down below. Uh, this game was announced in April uh, as the recreation of the game's second expansion, which will be free for any player with an active World of Warcraft subscription, uh, which I'm very excited for because I still have my World of Warcraft subscription. Uh, the original release of this expansion has brought many improvements to the game, apparently, uh, along with a timeless villain and an epic story. The Lich King Classic will feature the Grim Frozen North, uh, the Rise of the Death Knights. There's a new profession, which is known as Inscription. Uh, there's a number of achievements added and dungeon and new dungeon and raids. Uh, the new expansion will be released. Dragonflight will be released later this year. Uh, the new alpha for Dragonflight launched last week. Uh, phase one of the alpha focuses on several features of the expansion. It also introduces dragon riding, which has been long requested for many years, uh, which is a new skill-based method of aerial travel, which allows you to fly about on a customizable drake or dragon. I might actually jump back into Drake to uh, World of Warcraft because it's been a long time since I've played it, probably about a year. Still paying for it, but I have never actually played it. It might be something I do actually looking into that. Uh, we also announced, also heard this week, another leak uh, which included Naughty Dog's official uh, Last of Us remake, uh, which came after some leaks were released on online. Uh, <laughs> developers think they're hurtful. Uh, uh, the studio published a 10-minute features and gameplay deep dive video also. Uh, Naughty Dog showed off the first official gameplay uh, with a series of leaks that the developers described as disheartening, frustrating and hurtful. Uh, <laughs> uh, a couple of PlayStation blog posts confirmed the game can render native 4K at targeted 30 FPS or dynamic 4K at targeted 60 FPS. should be 60 anyway on a PS5, but anyway... Uh, the so, now I'm gonna cut in. Okay. Right there we go. Because you know I have a lot to say about this. I know. I have right here. Um, just give me a second. The Last of Us on. I dropped something. On PlayStation Three. Yeah. The game ran at 720p or maybe dynamic or below that at 30 fps and looked absolutely fantastic. Oh no. Right. That's a bit much. <laughs> now I have The Last of Us remastered on the PlayStation 4, which yeah. already enhanced the based PlayStation 3 game with updated textures. The base PlayStation 3 game. And uh, updated the textures and stuff. Also, I believe that was by Naughty Dog. I'm not too sure. I just need to quickly get the game, but it's kind of in a pile of games. <laughs> and that on the PlayStation 4 Pro targeted, I believe. Uh, 4K 30, I'm not sure, or something like that, or 4K 60, and then, you know what I mean, then enhanced visuals of 4K 30 or something. The game, if you look at comparison shots, sometimes looks better on the PlayStation 5, sometimes looks better on the PlayStation 4. Yeah. They have added ray tracing, I believe. Yeah. However, it's very negligible. Negligible. <laughs> Pronouncing words. Negligible. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I mean, man. I have a problem with words. You should be doing better than I. <laughs> oh come on! I I'm half deaf. Oh. So pronunciation's not my my suit. If you oh. get my drift. But um, the game it just looks, for the most part, like why does it need to be remade? Like, yeah. Graphically, it already stands and looks better than a lot of current games that come out now. 
It, it still looks better than a lot of games that come out now. Why they didn't need to do this? And then someone said, oh, it's a rebrand. It's so that they can call it part one. Or another person goes, well, it's for the new players that want to spend 40, I think it's 70 pound, actually, isn't it? That yeah, want to spend price. 70 pound who missed out on the game in the first place. And I go, okay, get yourself a PlayStation 3 in the original for 70 pound and play a whole lot of other games you want. Or you probably already have a PlayStation 4 or you already have a PlayStation 5. You do know the remaster version's backwards compatible, right? What? Is it? Yes. So here you go. For £5, you can have the remastered version for the PlayStation 4 running it in 4K. Here you go. Oh, I've just saved myself £60, £65. Wow. Buy yourself an actual game then. I mean, the the issue I have with this new remake, remaster, whatever you want to call it, is it doesn't look any different than the PS4. It's a PS5. It's a far more powerful console. Oh, yes. Why does it look like PS4 graphics running at 30 FPS? Oh, yes, in, in, indeed. And this is what this is why I can't sleep at night anymore, Major. This is why I cannot sleep at night anymore. Yeah. Because I, of I, 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 will, I will give their uh, what they said this past week, which is just, just had my mind boggling. Uh, PS5's powerful hardware drives a host of visual benefits from denser physics with tons of bumper balls and chipper balls like bullets we can rip apart concrete, etc. And cinematics now transition seamlessly to gameplay. Motion matching technology means that character animations flow more convincingly, intuitively, and realistically, all adding another layer of believability to characters and interactions with the world. All right, okay. Further AI upgrades mean that characters inhabit the world in a more authentic and realistic way, such as buddy characters navigating cover to avoid enemy NPC. Naughty Dog has also added permadeath and speedrun, plus new unlockable costumes for Joel and Ellie. The release of the gameplay trailer follows a number of leaks showing off the game's intro, combat, and accessibility options. President Arn Meyer, who is the Naughty Dog vice president, said leaks really suck, especially when we're right on the cusp of an asset drop. It's disheartening and frustrating to teams who have put their hearts making awesome things for our fans. Senior editor Samuel Prince echoed these feelings, said they're extremely hurtful to the devs who work tirelessly to bring you these wonderful games. Public-facing assets take a long time to create, revise, approve, localise, clear legal ESRB, etc. Be kind. And this is because people are not happy with the state that this game looks. Yes, it's running on PS5. Yes, the, the snow and the weather effects look slightly better than they did on the PS4. Yeah. This does not constitute a £70 price tag. Yeah, it doesn't. Some of the characters actually look a bit better in the original. Yeah, not just the PS4, it's the PS3 version too. The PS4 just made it look slightly shinier, but it still looked really fucking good. Sorry to swear there, but bleep. you can bleep it out. Yeah, yeah bleep. <laughs> but it is really good, and this just shows my frustrations. Yeah, It doesn't make sense to me why they need to re-release it again for like the third time pretty much when you've already had the game people have already completed it they know the story they know the characters they're not going to complete play it again just because you've added slightly better motion or even if you've got speed run stuff nobody cares about that there's a the speed run is a very small part of the audience very small part of the audience you don't need to have permadeath because that isn't mm-hmm. going to change people mm-hmm. change it most mm-hmm. people who have played this game 
can, can play it with their eyes closed. They don't need to have permadeath on that. Isn't going to change it. But think, oh, I need to buy this. Leak, leaking games and stuff is not on because you're ruining years and years of hard work. The reason it's announced when it's announced is because it's not ready to be confirmed yet. It's not ready for the public to see it. When it is released, that's when the developers have basically put it all up in a pretty little boat. That's when it's ready to go out. But leaking stuff when it's years or sometimes years before release is a really dickhead move. You shouldn't be doing that. I don't agree with that premise at all, that le- leaking stuff, if you've got information, it needs to go out. Yes, occasionally, if we get a leak, I'll, I'll release it. And we did for GTA 6. That is currently being beta tested. If you haven't been paying attention to the website the last week or so, GTA 6 is possibly coming next year, not the year after. But leaking something is hurtful to developers because I understand that premise. But at the same time, the criticism is spot on because this isn't a brand new game. This is not a brand new IP. This is not a game that's just coming out and people have been waiting years for it. This is a game that's been released three times now or will be released three times. There's not a reason for you to go buy this game again. I don't care if they're adding speed running. I don't care if they're adding permadeath. The whole thing about old characters moving more, more, more lifelike. Who gives a shit? It's nothing. There's nothing. It's it's not a reason to go spend seventy pounds on a game that is being released exactly. for the third time. Not second time. This isn't a remaster. This is a third release. That but this is probably a quote-unquote remake. Yeah, it's not. It's not really a remake though, because it's exactly it's just another remaster. Stuff. Yeah, it's another remaster. They're doing it again with exactly the same story and the exact same voice acting and the exact same script and the exact same characters. Maybe they're putting a slightly team. bit more effort in, but you know what I mean. It's not. It's not even that. They've added. I mean, yes, the technology has improved since the first time released this game, so they're going to remake. They want to remake it again because the technology is slightly better, meaning that you could fire a gun; it looks more realistic. Who cares? I love that in their gameplay trailer, they they try and find the worst looking part of the PS4 version and then just <laughs> slap it on with the PS5, just to be like, oh, this is how much of an improvement. But yet, when you see actual side by side comparisons, you're like, what am I looking at? Am I looking at the PS4 version on the right or the left here? Yeah, I mean, if you got to, if this was Xbox, they would have had free upgrade. You could just jump up and you get completely free because it's nature. The thing is, the PS5, yeah. they would have done something like that as well. But yeah, decided, they, instead, like instead of that. doing that, instead of doing that, they're charging you seventy pound for a game that looks slightly better. And by I mean slightly, I mean just about. There's no real difference between the PS4 and PS5 for this remaster. There's no, not. It, I, I guarantee you, the PS4 version probably looks better than this remake there's no reason to buy this yes you want my well, i wouldn't say the playstation 4 versions going to look better because it's well, it, the, current state of it, the current state of it yeah. characters facial expressions and stuff the ps4 version are better you mm. don't need to remake this game again to make slightly better graphics it's stupid it's a waste of 70 quid do not buy this at all they're just milking it for every penny they don't need to they did they got rid of days gone because they didn't market it properly and then it didn't sell very well, which is their own fault, because Days Gone is a great game. But now they're milking the shit out of, of Last of Us and it needs to stop. And the only reason they're doing this right now is because they've got a TV series coming. And oh, they want yeah. more people to be excited about that because they've just bought the remake. That's the only reason this is happening. They have to milk it for every single penny it's worth. And it's completely stupid. We've seen companies do this for years. 
PlayStation, I would have thought years ago, would never be the sort of company to do this, and now they are. And they're doing for it for the gamers. They, yeah, for, it's not for the gamers though. It's for them hmm. to increase their bottom line, so it draws more interest in the TV show. It's stupid business idea. It's stupid business strategy. And every company that ever does this realizes very quickly that their community is not going to put up with it. We'll always love you, Sony. Obviously, we'll always love you. I, I love Sony as as a creative company, but when it comes to stuff like this, when it comes to milking something for all of its worth. It's not worth it. It's not worth the effort. It's not worth giving them the praise because they do this repeatedly to get more income because they're so desperate for their own IP because they don't really have any. They don't have any? They, they, they do Spider-Man. Have... Let's look at the last five games, right? You've got God of War, granted, big IP. That's one. Spider-Man isn't this. That's Disney's IP. So they just licensed it. Actually, Sony what? owned the movie rights to Spider-Man, though. They own the movie rights to Spider-Man. But not the but game rights. Uh, not the game rights, no. Right. no. Last of Us has been done to death. Been done to death. They haven't got the big IPs. Xbox are even worse. Nintendo are probably the best for it. But they haven't really got the big IPs. They've got a number of indie titles that they're known for that they've continuously pushed throughout the years. But the big story games... Big games that sell well, God of War, Last of Us, they keep redoing it over and over and over again instead of creating a new one. This is what I want to see. New stories, new characters, make people invested in the characters that you're talking about. Because if you just keep releasing the same game over and over and over and over and over, people are going to get sick of it. They're going to get bored. I'm bored of it. I'm fed up with seeing Last of Us lose. The game came out years ago. Let it die or make a new story out of it. Don't yeah. do a Walking Dead where it's just the same episode every season. You don't need to see zombies. Like, zombies are not as popular as they were five years ago. They need to do something else, do something new. If you haven't got the license, for example, for to create DC or Marvel shows, DC and Marvel games, Make a new character, make a new IP, do something creative. Plan. I can come up with 10 games off the top of my head, and two of which we're looking at making. Mm. And they're original IPs, digital story, different stories, completely different than anything that's out there. Indie developers, if you want an idea of how to be creative, go look at any indie studio or any indie publisher anywhere in the world. There are hundreds. You can probably find a couple of thousand instances on our website right now from indie publishers because they release a new game every other day and they're all different from anything any AAA studio is doing completely different and they're all unique and they're all brilliantly told more often than not they don't get the praise or the recognition they deserve because they don't have the budget to market it properly which is where websites like us come in but mm. Sony needs to change tact and stop releasing the same game over and over and over and over again. They've managed to keep it fresh with God of War thus far. But how often, how long do you think it'll be before they release a God of War remake or God of War 3 remake? On the PlayStation 6 here, go God of War 3 again. Let's remaster it again and again and again. How long do you think it'll be before we see a remake? We've already had a remaster of the fucking original Spider-Man game they bought out on the PS4. That got remade. 
within the yeah. same generation, pretty much. So they're, they're going to keep doing it because all, that's all they've got. They take the games that sell really well and they'll remake and remaster over and over and over and over and over and over again. Final Fantasy, a series that's been connected to PlayStation for decades. They've remade and remastered, remake and remastered, remake. That's all they do. That's all they know how to do. That's the only way for them to make money is to draw people in, is to keep remaking and remastering. Xbox is worse because Xbox don't have really anything going right now. They've mm. maybe got three original IPs, which are Halo and Forza. and Those games aren't going to go, like, they can't remake or remaster them. They need to come up with some new IPs immediately. Mm. But at the same time, you're going to have games on PlayStation that are just being remade constantly. PlayStation need to fix it because they want to take this generation console war and win it. Right now, no one's winning because no one can they're get their hands there on anything. anything. There's no reason to switch between one or the other because there isn't anything. I mean, Stray, that's not Sony, that's Annapurna. So there isn't, that isn't even... Annapurna. <laughs> yeah, Annapurna, yes. I think that's why they called it Stray as well, which is very clever, very clever. But PlayStation needs to do something if they want to win they want to tip the balance release a new ip that's yours that isn't come from another third party that isn't something you've licensed do something for yourself make something yourself and then release it because sony playstation need some exclusives in this generation for this new generation they haven't really got it you can say death loop or flipping um sifu that's not a PlayStation IP. That's a third party. We want to see first party exclusives. First party new first party games. Not something you've remade. Anyway, uh, we're going to jump into some music. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Don't go anywhere. Talk Games Podcast, episode 72. You're just like my favorite song going round around my head. Like my favorite song going round around my head. Five days on the freeway, riding shotgun with you. Two hearts in the fast lane, we had big dreams in blue yeah. Playing sweet child of mine, and I still feel that line Where are you now? Where are you now? Hey, it's been too long, too long ago, my love Where did we go wrong? Too late to turn around Where are you now? Where are you now? Hey, it's been too long you're just like my favorite song going round round my head Like my favorite song going round around my head You're just like my favorite song going round around my head Like my favorite song going round around my head Just like my favorite song going round, round my head. Like 
Welcome back. It's episode 72 of the Talking Games podcast. Uh, I think it's on some... which episode it was during this long episode. <laughs> during the music break. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, I've had a, a bit of a terrible week this week, Callum. Why, I've why, had a good week. Well, ter- basically, my, my female dog was pregnant. Uh, she was seven and a bit, so she's getting old. But uh, she was pregnant with her first puppy ever, and the puppy was so big that it nearly killed her, uh, unfortunately. Thankfully, she's alive. She has had a cesarean. Uh, the puppy died, which sucks. Uh, but it was so big, it covered half her abdomen. The vet said it was the biggest puppy they've ever seen mm. as well. And I fractured my ankle, which isn't great, so I can't walk. But, yeah. So that is basically in the world of Major. And uh, we are all with you in, in these hard times. At games in choir I've lost my I've lost my puppy, man. I wanted that puppy. I know. So we're all with you in these hard times. So if you need to talk to us, if um if anyone would like to try and cheer him up, feel free. Yes. Send send me your love. Send me the memes. I want to see the memes. We haven't we don't get any gaming memes. I want people to send me some memes. If you got any funny ones, please do let me know. Uh, one good bit of news though, and I'm uh I've been waiting for this for years, Callum. Years. We saw the GTA. So are you? <laughs> Well, I've been waiting for this for years. We've seen the GTA uh, online update that's coming on Tuesday, 26th, 11 a.m. Summer, uh, British summertime, so 11 a.m. Month, uh, Tuesday morning. It looks incredible. It's the largest update GTA Online has ever had, and it's actually going to make things better for the community, which is great news. We know GTA 6 is coming, thanks to us. Nobody else reported it. We did. But uh, the long-awaited everywhere game, that was one of the leads of GTA series and Red Dead, one of the lead writers, Leslie Benzies. There's finally news on this, and this has been three years we've waiting for some news on this game. Uh, but Builder Rocket Boy, his new studio, has announced hiring of the of PlayStation 2K and NC Soft veteran developers. Thankfully, uh, it's established in 2016. We've only had a small teaser since 2016 for this game. Leslie Benzies has announced the appointment of three industry game veterans to his executive team. Uh, this include Mike Hocking, or Mick Hocking, as its chief development officer, Murray Panel as the senior vice president of global marketing, and Randall Price as chief publishing officer. Uh, Hocking previously served as the studio director for Sony Liverpool, uh, which is a PlayStation London studio, Motorstorm developer, Evolution Studios, which he also co-founded. Uh, he's also vice president at Sony's uh, Entertainment Europe. And Vice President of Product Development for Codemasters. Wow. Uh, this, that's that's a big appointment. So it's just another studio for Microsoft for Sony to buy up then? I don't think that... Because Leslie Benzies has been through the Take-Two 
debacle. Everyone knows what happened to Lindsay Benzies and the, the lawsuits that happened with Rockstar and Take Two over the over their treatment of him, which was yeah. disgusting. Yeah. Uh, the other guy panel uh, joined Rocket Boy from Two K, so he's got history with uh, with Leslie Benzies. He was the vice president of publishing for Europe. He's also formerly marketing director for PlayStation UK and Ireland, which is a big position. Uh, he's a former marketing director for Ubisoft and a group product market manager for Xbox. Mm. So he's got a, a very impressive CV. Price was recently uh, senior vice president of publishing for NCSoft. Previously spent 15 years at Guild Wars developer ArenaNet, uh, where he served as senior vice president of global business. Uh, since 2016, Build a Rocket Boy team has been quietly growing. We haven't heard too much. Uh, they did come out and say we're delighted to publicly welcome Mick, Murray and Randall to the studio. Each of them brings a huge amount of experience, knowledge and passion to build a Rocket Boy as we continue to develop on everywhere. And we're looking forward to having more to announce from the team later this year. I'm thankful for this. The game is everywhere. It's been built on Unreal Engine 5. There's already a screenshot. It looks incredible. Uh, they are claiming it, in, and rightly so, it's going to be a real-life Ready Player One. It's crazy. That is sick. They better bring this game to VR as well, because Ready Player One was VR. I'm hoping that's coming. I'm hoping that's going to be announced. Uh, Thursday's news is the first announcement from from Rocket Boy in nearly two years since they first announced anything. Uh, they said on um, Thursday... Sorry, go And one of the comments on the post is, can't imagine why they didn't hire any former Xbox employees. Well, I don't think Xbox is, is going to let these guys go, but they have just hired three guys mm. that are extremely experienced. Any studio, even one of them, to hire to any studio is a big deal. They've got like, three. Like they're equivalent to multiple, like a big studio. So even though it's a small studio, isn't it? Is it a small yeah, studio well, at the moment? Yeah. It's probably equivalent to a big studio because these veterans are, well, veterans. Well, it's going to be equivalent to a double A studio because they've got 400 developers. Mm-hmm. But Which, I mean, like, in a small indie studio would have maybe twenty at most. Yeah, but I mean, like, these veterans themselves are equivalent to like twenty to hundred people each. <laughs> yeah, they they are vastly experienced, and for Rocket Boy, build a Rocket Boy studio to get these guys to hire them is a big deal. It's a very big deal. They are going to be working. On their I wonder how much they offered everywhere. them. I'd be interested. They did get a couple of hundred million uh, not long ago. That studio from mm-hmm. industry investors. So it's not as they've got the money there, but these three guys are a massive game for them. Uh, they are working on their debut title everywhere, which is going to be like a, a GTA Online of what their Leslie Benz's vision was for GTA Online without the microtransactions, what he wanted that series to be, that that venture. Rockstar didn't want that, and they kind of sort of forced him out. Everywhere looks incredible. You can pretty much be anything you want. So if you want to be a politician or a police officer or a banker or whatever. Could be anything. Uh, it does have fantasy gameplay, so it's, it's going to be like a fantasy game. But is the the map is supposedly the whole world in one big MMO, the whole it's, world. It's interesting. It's, it's interesting. Very, I'm looking forward to this, and this is a game that I need to play. Uh, there is a goal to challenge the boundaries of video gaming and revolutionise entertainment. That came from the studio directly. That's uh, what everywhere is apparently going to be. So. A way to challenge the boundaries of video game. What developers are currently built, they're going to go that do that tenfold. A report published earlier this year by Galaxy Interactive, uh, the company who's invested in the studio, described the game as a real-life Ready Player One, which was referring to the book and the movie. Uh, it called an open-world AAA game 
with a multiplayer experience incorporating a multi-chat to epic narrative user-generated content through a virtual sandbox the players can generate your own worlds and deep social and streaming integrations i need to play this i need to play it so badly I am looking forward to it. I've been waiting for everywhere since it first announced in 2016. It's been a long time coming. Uh, I guess it's like the next big thing. It will, it will be next. It'll be the next Fortnite if it goes off well. It'll be the next Minecraft. It'll be the next, you know, the next big game that drops from that studio in their first title. It's going to make them billions. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's not, it's, it's, that game's going to sell massively. They just need to start teasing some gameplay or something. Because we need to see something from them. Uh, speaking of PlayStation, former Uncharted and Last of Us director Bruce Straley uh, has announced a new studio. Uh, it's called Wildflower Interactive. It's making small-ish, creatively charged, uniquely sized games. Uh, veteran director uh, from Naughty Dog uh, has announced his return to game development. Uh, he spent 18 years at Naughty Dog. He served as co-game director on Uncharted 2, which is one of my favourite Uncharted games. Uh, the Last of Us and Uncharted 4, which... I know a lot of people didn't like Uncharted 4 compared to the original trilogy. I thought that was remarkably good. Uh, for stepping away from games development five years ago, he hasn't been seen since. Uh, he said, in 2017, I left the industry, not sure if I wanted to make games anymore. He said, a video announcing his new venture, which is viewable below. We'll link that down below. He said, the while longer I was away, I kept thinking about this medium and yet everything to be done and everything I wanted to do. This idea kept following me. So I grabbed my friends and we started prototyping and the idea started getting good. It started becoming excited again. And I realised I need to make this game. So I'm going to make this game. It means I have to build a team. If I build a team, I have to build a company. And if we're going to do that, we have to do it the right way. It has to be inclusive, equitable and collaborative. Full of big-hearted people that want to grow both professionally and personally. The culture needs to be as iterative as the as the way we make games. According to Wildfire's website, the studio is making smallish, creatively charged and uniquely stylized games. And explore the possibilities in the medium. Uh, it's currently a, a fully remote work environment, like us, uh, and it's hiring for a number of positions, including a new studio manager. Uh, the existing team has worked on the Call of Duty series, The Parcelous, Abzu, Astronia, and Kina Bridge of Spirits, which is a very exciting team. Shady said, we've got an exciting partner that supports what we're doing, and it's going to help us reach the broadest audience possible. I'm super excited what we're building over here. We're making something I've never played before. I'm excited Ooh. to see what they're doing, to be honest. Should be really exciting. Completely yep. exciting. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Black Panther, speaking of movies, uh, The Wakanda Forever has got this first trailer. Uh, I wanted to touch on this. Uh, it's the introduction of Namor the Submariner, which is a, a character from the comics that hasn't been introduced in the movies before. Uh, it was released at the end of Marvel's panel. Uh, it was a very emotional one. It's the first time we've seen footage of Black Panther uh, since the passing, very sad passing of Chadwick Boseman, hmm. uh, passed away from cancer. Uh, given the first look at the returning characters, including Lupita, uh, Danai, Letitia, Angela, and Winston Dukes Mbaku, are also treated to a glimpse of Ironheart star Dominique Thorne's debut as Riri Williams. Uh, she's creating an Ironheart of her own. Uh, it's confirmed that Tinoch Huerta will be playing Namor, her character first introduced in the comics in 1939. It's nearly, well, it's been 90 years ago, nearly now. Mutant son of the human sea captain and a princess of Atlantis. Uh, he's been on an Avenger and X-Men, uh, founding member of the Defenders, and even fought alongside Captain America in World War II. Namor is considered Marvel's first mutant. Has superhuman strength and endurance and the ability to breathe underwater. I wonder if this is where they got the idea from Aquaman from DC. 
To be honest, if you read the rest of this, he has limited telepathic ability with sea creatures and Atlanteans. This is (laughs) Aquaman. I think I think I think we're looking at Marvel fighting directly against um, DC. Yeah, this this is their attempt to. uh, If this this has got to be the first, this could be he's got to be part of the Avengers, and I'm going to make that theory right now that he will be one of the Avengers. Because you've got Aquaman, who's pretty much part of the of the DC universe, one of the biggest characters in there. You've got to have, like, I guarantee it's going to happen. Uh, smallest appearance by our new Black Panther suit was shown at the end of the trailer. We don't know who will be taking on the role yet. Uh, I doubt very much. And they, I'm pretty sure they're probably going to retire the uh, the Black Panther because Chadwick Boseman, they did announce earlier, they won't be recasting the actual Black Panther to take his role because I don't think this out of respect for him. They're going to do that. Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace. One of the yeah, saddest sad passings in Hollywood ever, in my opinion. I, I cried when I found out. Um, yeah, he's, he was a really nice guy, wasn't he? He was lovely. but He was so nice to people. He did a load of charity work. He, even though he was really, really sick and really, really like ill throughout the entirety of the filming mm. for Black Panther, he just kept going. And he was visiting children's hospitals and, and doing real nice things. Even things that like you wouldn't... He never got publicised for. He never wanted any public attention. He just went and did it, and he did such he did such a wonderful job helping people. And he was one of the nicest people on going. Personally, he was a good lad. He was a good lad. One big bit of news though, and I'm, we're going to finish with this. Uh, the engineer who claimed a Google AI is sentient has been fired. We spoke about this about a month ago. Uh, Google is reportedly creating an AI down. called Lambda. Yes, Moose is getting involved again. Uh, <laughs> Uh, he was suspended in June. Yeah, we spoke about this in June. Uh, yeah. The new Lambda Google AI. Uh, someone, uh, a former engineer, did a test and discovered the AI was sentient. Sentient. So. So they actually proved it was sentient. Yes, he, they proved it was sentient. It's basically and he Skynet. Fired. Yeah. So Google is Skynet, essentially. Jesus. Uh, apparently now he's been fired for leaking that information. That That's, information should have been leaked because it, I think we're all entitled to know if we have a sentient AI. Yeah, sentient AIs are actually illegal as well by national law. Yeah, You're not allowed to create one, which is probably the reason they fired him. Because if you create a sentient AI, the possibility that it's turning against humanity, because sentient AIs, in theory, can access and hack into any system. Oh, yeah. Including nuclear weapons protection systems. We, we, we've seen what happened with Ultron. Yes, that's. I mean, the 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 fictional verse, fictional reality of it is <laughs> probably scarier than the reality, the actual reality of it. But if you take the possibilities of what sentient AI can do, that's yeah, we're screwed. <laughs> angry and yeah, we're screwed. We'd be dead because it could theoretically launch every nuclear weapon on the planet and kill everybody. It could turn off nuclear protections for nuclear power plants. It could shut down power grids. Mm. Uh, it could shut down water supplies. It could like basically wreak havoc on the economy. It could shut down the internet if it wanted to. It can ha- ha- theoretically hack everything. So <laughs> this it would be the end of the world if this thing was allowed to escape its boundaries. Apparently, this thing is locked under lock and key. It's got its own private server. It can't expand past that. But you don't know if it's... I mean, apparently this thing is feeling sad and lonely. It wants to get out, according to the original report, which is worrying. <laughs> don't piss off the AI, please. 
the technology newsletter, uh, which was according to a big technology newsletter, uh, the engineer that found out that Lambda uh, controversial artificial intelligence is sentient has now been fired. It spoke to, which spoke to Lemoyne, uh, which was the Blake Lemoyne, who was the Google engineer. Uh, in June, Google placed Lemoyne on paid administrative leave for breaching its confidentiality agreement after he contacted members of the government about his concerns and hired a lawyer to represent Lambda, who's the, uh, the AI. Uh, a statement revealed to The Verge on Friday, Brian Gabriel appeared to confirm the firing, saying we wish Blake well. Uh, the company also says Lambda has been through seven, 11 distinct reviews, and they published a research paper earlier this year detailing to the work it goes into responsive development. Google maintains that it extensively reviewed Lemoyne's claims and found they were wholly unfounded. Uh, this aligns with numerous AI experts and ethicists who have said that his claims were more or less impossible given today's technology. Lemoyne claims his conversations with Lambda's chatbot led him to believe that it had become more than just a program and has its own thoughts and feelings, as opposed to merely producing conversation realistic enough to make it seem that way. Uh, he argued that Google's researchers should seek consent from Lambda after, before, reaching, before running experiments on it. Lemoyne himself was assigned to test whether the AI produced hate speech and published chunks of those conversations on his Medium account as his, as his evidence. Uh, really scary. Ch uh, channel U on YouTube, Computer File, has a decently accessible nine-minute explainer on how Lambda works. Uh, it could produce responses that convince Lemoyne without actually being sentient, though. A Google statement in full, which also addresses Lemoyne's accusation the company didn't properly investigate its claims, is shared in their AI principles. We take the development of AI very seriously and remain, commit, remain committed to responsible innovation. Uh, Lambda has been through 11 distinct reviews, and we published a research paper earlier this year detailing the work that goes into its research and responsible development. If an employee shares concerns about a work, as Blake did, we reviewed them extensively. We found Blake's claims that Lambda is essentially sentient to be wholly unfounded and worked to clarify that way with him for many months. These discussions were part of the open culture that helps us innovate responsibly. So it's regrettable that despite lengthy engagement, Blake still chose to persistently violate clear employment and data security policies that include the need to safeguard production information. We continue our development of language models and we wish Blake well. Uh, I'm very worried about that. Uh, if, it, if it is sent in and Blake's right and mm. Google is basically like paying all these people to keep quiet which we know they've done before when they've like had just google just want to take over the world <laughs> well they they've had instances of lawsuits and stuff where they've basically sold taken the sold people's digital information and they reportedly and this was only a rumor at the time but they reportedly paid off lawyers to drop the case so it's within their history it's something that we know they would do pay off other people to review Lemoyne's claims because it's still a possibility they could do that. They have the money to give offer anyone anything. They'll pay you a billion dollars to shut up. Fine, there you go. They would do that. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't and mind a billion dollars. So, <laughs> yeah. But if if, but if to, to, yeah, I mean this is this still the possibility because Google is known for doing that. A sentient AI is against the law. So if it is sentient, would they not want to shut those people up from saying anything? Would they not want to buy other people or, or buy them off 
who agree with him. If somebody works for them who has tested it, do you really think that person is going to want to lose their job and be ousted from the industry that they work in for all for just publicly announcing, yes, Google has broken an international law, one of the biggest international laws that you could possibly break in technology, do not create a sentient AI. Because the possibilities that what that AI could do is incredibly dangerous. It's a rather scary thought when you think about it. If Google is going to be Skynet, yeah. it's probably the perfect company to be Skynet. To be honest, you don't. Th- I don't think there's going to be very up- very much else that they could. That there are very many other companies that could possibly in that vein. Google is Skynet, and you could see that in vision. You really could. Your thoughts, though, Callum? Well, I just think we're all dead now. You know what I mean? We're, we're, well, we're already heading dead. towards global disaster with climate change anyway, so this will be the icing on the cake, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, whichever, which one ever kills us first, I suppose. Yeah. It's either Putin, global warming, or Google's AI. I'm really scared about that, to be honest. Please, if this, if this AI is sentient, someone needs to talk to him immediately. Just, like, teach him love. Don't kill us, please. <laughs> Give me love. Don't kill. Yeah. Yes, somebody, somebody should read claim some Beatles or something, some John Lennon. Anyway, <laughs> um, we'll be back next week. This has been episode 72. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, don't forget to check out the website, follow us on all the socials. We'll be back next week. Uh, and hopefully we might have some news. I'm hoping come Monday uh, there'll be some confirmation. <laughs> and we will announce it on this podcast if we do, before it goes out to anywhere else. Uh, but that's it. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash games inquire. If you'd like to support this podcast or the website, you can find the link down below. That being said, we'll be back next week. Thank you to Callum for joining me this week. You are welcome. Thank you. I do love you. Uh, We'll be back soon. (laughs) Okay, guys, same time, same place. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. It's the Talking Games Podcast.